This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're hanging out with ignorant old grandpas as we watch mm. spine 388 in the Criterion Collection. Claude Berry's The Two of Us from 1967. But first, RJ. Yes? Is the end in sight? What, of the podcast? Oh, well, no, I didn't mean that, but that's a that's a fair question. Uh, no, this these mornings, RJ, the frostiness. No, it's not, because <clears throat> I'm, I'm of the opinion that winter is going to last forever. Did you not see the forecast for next week? I saw 14 degree highs, like, over the weekend. Uh, did you like, look at the 10-day forecast? No. Well, I'd, well, I'd, I'd well, advise I you to take a I, look. I see rain. What else does it say? Uh, On the third two. day of rain, what, what, what else is coming? I don't see that. Well, uh, according to my device, which is, uh-huh. I'm sure, in sync with all the devices out there, we have uh, one week from Friday, snow showers. <sighs> so it's not going to end, Jarrett. Nobody Real nobody took pain. notice when the groundhog died. I feel like it should have been a bigger story. Oh. Nobody was talking about it. And I feel like this is what everyone deserves for not paying attention to the groundhog dying. You know okay. what I mean? I mean, this, this is some nutty weather. Why? Yeah, I know. I mean, that might change. Why? I think it might. But because I, I, I had people today, oh, it's finally spring. I said, no, no, don't do that. You're going to jinx us, pal. I Okay, so I'm looking. I'm looking. At yeah. this. this is like, I don't know, on uh, this is the weather network. And there's nothing about, like, snow showers. Oh, not on Friday? Uh, no. Well, I mean, my thing says it's also going to be six degrees on Friday, but it said snow showers. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'll take that shit, but... Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm cool with, like, a cold rain, um, but I don't think it's going to end, ever. No. Like, the start of this week was absolutely brutal. Monday sucked. <laughs> Yesterday, I, I was outside doing physical activity for an hour, Jarrett. Uh, yeah, I know. You say, what? Are you, doing, are, are, are you doing CrossFit? No, I was watching people do physical activity. I should, I, should, oh. I should clarify that. I wasn't myself participating, but I was watching physical activities. I uh, see. It was so were, 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 were you were you were you near like a playground or something? No, I'm not. I, I know not to do that. I know not to do that. Any, 500 anymore. Feet. Anymore. 500 feet. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm all clear on that front. But uh, yeah, I was outside for like an hour yesterday, and it was so fucking cold. <laughs> it was so cold. Yeah, this is this shits. Yeah, I, I partially Shit. blame you 
Me? Yeah. Why? Why? What what do I do? What haven't you done? Mm, that's you got me there. Or what have, what have you done to alleviate the situation? I mean um mm, uh, nothing. You know what I mean? Nothing. You're right. I am part of the problem because I, I I'm not uh, coming up with a solution. Well, exactly. I'm don't complain about a problem unless you have a solution to it. I'm doing my part. I see. I'm, con- I see. I'm, I'm contributing to the carbon footprint in my own way, probably more than the average person, to be honest. So I, I'm doing my part to uh, in, in set, in, entice the weather to behave. If you're trying to ease it? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this is all Al Gore's fault. You know that? You can't just keep blaming Al Gore for everything, well, you know. Yeah, you can because this is his doing. Like he said that he was like, "I created the internet, I created global warming," and you're just like, "Okay, man." See, this is what it is. This is what I, I mentioned before. We we don't have spring and fall anymore. We were at minus ten this morning, and then a week from now we're going to be plus twenty, and then it's going to be plus forty a week after that. We don't get spring. We get like three days of spring at best. Yeah, we used to we used to get April showers. You know what those bring? What? May flowers. Have you never heard that before? Is that news to you? We don't get that either, though. No, we, we get, don't we get, get May flowers. We, yeah. we get dry dirt, brown everything, and then scorching hot, dead lilac bushes. And then minus that's 40. We, and, that's and, then, and, then it's, and then it's minus 40. And you're like, yeah. oh. Like this, this year, October thirty first, it was ten degrees, and then November first, it was like <laughs> so, minus twenty and ice it was, storms. It was it was so it was so great. Overnight, was, uh, cre- Creeptober was wonderful. I know. I hung out in the garage. I handed out candy to the kiddos. It was nice. I didn't see no. you participating, but again, you're not a solutions no. man. No, yeah. I did. A, I think I mentioned I did have adults stop by. Uh, what kind of adults? There's like three, like twenty something, like twenty two maybe. They were in costume and they were trick or treating. They were friendly. How are you doing tonight? I was like, good. Where's your kiddo? And they went, nope. Trick or treat. Cosplayers. Uh, yeah. I cost something. Someone's digging around outside. That's fine. They're allowed to. Are they? Yeah. Can you hear that? No, I can't. But are they are they on my property though? Is my 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 major? Question. That's fine. That's okay. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> by, by time. By time. All right. Man, RJ. He's uh this is RJ, the concerned homeowner. Like, what's that what's what are those sounds out there? I mean it could be giant uh spiders. I think because I was gonna say giant rats, but RJ likes rats. He's okay with the rats. And maybe he'd welcome them into his home. He's back. Okay, he's back. And don't stop, don't stop the presses. It was my cat. Cri- you said it was outside. What you I thought it was outside? outside. It was right. It was right oh here. Oh my god! Did you buy my time? Goodness. Yes, I did. Okay, I good. was saying that. Well, maybe it's uh, the giant spiders. Oh, fuck. I, I, first I was gonna say giant rats, but I'm like, no, RJ be okay with the rats. I am okay with the rats, unless, unless they ate the cats. No, I would train them. I've trained hundreds, maybe even thousands of rats. I, I know how to handle those guys. Yeah. Spiders are unpredictable. They got the spider brain. Do you know about the spider brain? Tell me more. I, I like when you uh, delve into 
brain into, talk. Into the brain talk? Well, you know how people have like a central nervous system, brain, spinal cord, packed with nerve fibers, neurons, all those kinds of oh, things? Oh, allegedly. Allegedly. You know how that's like allegedly a thing? Spiders have this thing called the seed of evil, where it's a knot of pure concentrated oh. evil. Doctor? Inside of their brain. <laughs> Is this the doctor here? And, and it, it commands them to, um, <laughs> to do evil activities. We'll see who cancels oh. who, woke losers. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they have the evil brain is what it is. See, speaking of evil brains. What's, what happened? It's time for the fail mail, RJ. Uh, oh, gosh. What, what, what did we do? Is, is this That's the it. first of the month? Uh, yeah, it is. It is the first of the month. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know. I think it... Might have uh, started something new, a good thing, a good thing, because we Uh-oh. got uh, ourselves. It looks like right now seven emails. Oh, is that good? We'll find out. <laughs> See if the if the quality is still there. Okay. Um, let's, we'll we'll let the listeners be the judge since they're the ones who write this stuff. Okay. But we didn't get to ten. Oh well, we you know what that means. No, it means. Me reading to you, yes, not listening to RJ construct sentences, huh? I, me, okay, English. So, this is from March 21st Uh from Keegan Day, Uh an email entitled X X Files File. Oh, Oh, dear, hey, creeps. With Jizz talking about all the X-Files stuff lately, it's been giving me a lot of flashbacks to when I used to watch X-Files as a kid. I used to get them from the local video shop where they'd separate each disc and lend them separately, and I vividly remember a lot of the episodes good and bad, like that one time Jack Black popped up, Mm -hmm. that dude who looked the toad, the car chase episode where the guy's head exploded, Mm -hmm. and that one where the kids are really fast and did bad things. Oh, man. Who could forget such classics? Oh, yeah. Fresh in my mind. Hey, Car Chase episode's got O'Brien Cranston. Does it? As the car? That's the car. Oh, wow. Such range. Like, wow. They predicted Ezra Miller. Oh, did they? I remember the episode that made me quit, too. The Last Straw. Mm. I gave up in Season 7 after the episode where they go into a video game. Uh, I think he means that's one of his favorite episodes, right? Because that episode's incredible. What's he talking yeah. about? It was too silly for me. Oh, I wanted to hold out and see that uh, episode I heard about where some shit happens in the Brady Bunch house, but I couldn't, luckily for me. Uh, but, yeah, Jizz will do it and just spoil it for me in a future Creep episode. Uh, well, I mean, I'll have to get back, I'll have to, get back to it, though. Yeah, I'm I Taking mean... a break. Season 8 was like, uh, I'm, I'm kind of done with this, but... Anyway, that time of year is coming. Oh, shit. Here's the real reason for my email. Mm. RJ, are you ready? Uh-oh. What? Happy Madison. Well, we might have to talk it, about that it, eventually. Illumination. Uh-huh. Not enough minion talk in the show in general. Oh, interesting. Mario Argento or Mario Bava. Oh, interesting. interesting. George Romero. Mm-hmm. Ing May Bergman. That's a stando. That, that's a Bugs Bunny going, no. That's a standout in terms of uh, 
quality of pun. But but he puts it as think of all the creeps episodes you could skip in the future. Well, it doesn't work that way. No, no, unfortunately, we couldn't do it like that. I don't know why I bother though. I still can't think of anything better than Lucio Fulchme. 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 I think I think George Romero's pretty good actually. It's got a nice little ring to it. Yeah. So RJ, uh, which of these May picks uh, really uh, gets you? What, what are we doing? I can't. I, I don't know if I can say at this time. I don't know if I can oh. say because I, I believe that all, all good comments. I believe that our May might be uh, might be yeah, set. May, yeah, May, May might be. Uh, May might be set. Which... Uh, May might be a very uh, sad time in Creepsville. Do you mean lucrative? But, uh, yes, Do you, lucrative. Would you like? like I'm not sure. Like. Why would it be lucrative? I'm not sure. However, I do know that I think there'll be some very allocated times um, that'll be taken away from our ability to actually record for the, like that entire month, uh, save for like the regular show a couple times. Mm-hmm. And God knows what we could possibly watch in with, that time. With the time available. I was yeah. going to say, did you, you kind of spoke to it. Do you want to go into full details now or we'll just hit them live? I guess. I mean, it it's, 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 a, well, it's a month out, which yeah. I mean, since we're talking about these emails, uh, uh, yes. I mean, we, I mean, we won't really be able to do the first of the month because, uh, we will be recording at the beginning of May and we will be recording on the second May. And okay. I have it on good authority that we won't be recording on the third May potentially, potentially. because unless we reschedule a different day. Mm hmm. Which we might have to do because that's, that's quite a gap. It's quite the gap, which would leave uh, one day, uh, two days, two days that whole month mm-hmm. uh, as a as a possibility. Yeah. And so, I, yes, I know people yeah. are going to blame me for this. Well, it's, and it's actually blame both of us. Yes, it's it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah. Let's just say col- column R and a little bit of column J. Jizz. Yeah. No. Which is the things are RJ. It's actually it's all RJ. Well, yeah, it's not, technically. It's not. It's not. It's never me. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see what stories you tell when you do. The, uh, when we do return in May. I'm the, I'm the best. I'm the best of us, guys. Don't don't take his word for it. We'll see what stories you have to tell. I, I would never let any of you down. RJ's a bad person. Allegedly. You should you should see the direct messages, the things he says about you all. None of that is admissible. Someone stole my phone for uh, I didn't have my phone for a day, so <laughs> some of those messages I who knows mm-hmm. what they said. I don't I don't have a lock on my phone, so I know that's on me. But yeah, uh, no. yeah, yeah. My I lost my phone, so I can't I can't say. Can't say. So, so that's all to say. Yeah, May might be getting. <laughs> Real, real hosed. Well, the the first two weeks are complete write-outs. Uh, third yeah. week is going to be iffy, uh, iffy. iffy. And then one one week's definitely okay, and then even the end of the month is like, oh, I suppose it could happen. Potentially. Potentially, and boy, oh yeah. boy. But I don't know. After that, I mean, that's, we're, we've been pretty good for six and a half years. Yeah. That kind of mess. I think we're allowed to have some changes to our schedule once in six years. So, that's right, and that's we're right. not saying it's a permanent change. It's just no some some stuff is there, and it can't it can't be avoided. And uh, let's just say that I'm not the I'm not I'm not the bad guy. Let's just say that. Well, you know what? This is the first opportunity we'll have to see the King of England be coronated, and we take it very seriously. Am I right? 
I know Rob Eagle does. You know, for one. Well, speaking of people RJ talks about in the DMs. Oh, dear. Uh, Sam Sanchez. Oh, dear. With his first of two emails. Oh, God. This is from March 22nd. Yeah. Hey, boys. Oh. I'm not sure if that was the right hey type. I don't love that, but okay. First time in a long time here. Yeah. Sadly, haven't caught up on quite a few episodes. Listening through bits here and there, I gather Balrog is still gaming big time and Jizzman is still painting minifigs and hating films. For the most part. Accurate. Mm-hmm. I wasn't around to congratulate RJ on the success of his Last of Us series. Well done, sir. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I believe that more recognition is needed, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll take it. I mean, in, but hey. when I met with Pe- uh, Pedro, we talked about what we wanted to bring to the table, you know. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of give and take working off of each other, so let's just say there's, not, gonna... there's not just one man in, in the kitchen, you know what I mean? Will he be uh, following those opportunities to uh, our neighboring province that has snatched away the Last of Us business? Yeah, I from, noticed uh, that. Um, from uh, Daniel Smith's Alberta. Yeah, well, uh, let's not mention that name, but... Um... Uh, like who knows what's going to happen is what I want to say. Like, uh, if that call comes, if they, they say, listen, we need you. I'll say, all right, well, when's the next, uh, flight to Milan? Uh, I'll be on it. And, uh, let's, uh, let's make, uh, make the magic happen. No, as, that's as, right. As they say, make the magic happen. Movie magic. Yeah. Well, among other things. Wanted to jump with a few baseball things. Uh Oh, Let's see. This is how timely this is. Baseball is huge right now. Oh, is it? The World Baseball Classic just ended, and in a way that almost seems scripted. Teammates and current top two players faced off to end the championship game yesterday between Japan and USA. As an Angels, it was as as a member of the team. Apparently, it was kind of tough to decide what I wanted for the outcome. But Shohei Otani struck out Mike Trout to end the game and win the game for Japan. Damn, that's huge. Massive. That's just, yeah, that's ma- massive. Yeah. yeah. Huge. My fantasy baseball draft is the weekend, and the season starts the following, so I'll try and be sure to be around more to help you boys stay up to date. Oh, yeah, that's uh, much appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I'm not sure if I've brought it up before, but I, I have tickets to go with my son to both nights of WrestleMania this year. Oh, wow. Which should be interesting, as it'll be the first wrestling show I'll go to that's beyond a televised weekly show like SmackDown. Hmm. What's the biggest wrestling show Jizzdog has been to? Bye, boys. Missed ya. Love ya. And that's uh, that's good. That's nice of him to say. That's nice of him to say. Uh, double, or, double or nothing. Uh, AEW. Yep. Easily the... the the biggest wrestling show I'd ever been to. Yeah, that was um, that was the big boy, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, there was discussion about going to the Rimble this year, but the uh, Rimble, the Rimble, is that good? the Royal Rimble? I don't know. Um, the Rumble, RJ. But oh, okay, it, uh, it was a uh, it's bad timing. The end of January. Is it? It's like it is. Why? It's like the weather sucks and school oh. is busy. Which school? work school oh yeah Mm. plus it's january yeah and it's like if you're going to a city uh you want to spend a little bit of time there because you might never go again or you could go again 
Have you considered that? <sighs> maybe. We'll see. Maybe it's in the cards. We'll oh, okay. See. Maybe. Maybe. You should go to that uh, that one thing, WWC. WWC. Yeah, go see the Wolf Pack. Like... Do you remember the Wolf Pack, Jarrett? I do. RJ. Do, do you remember the Wolf Pack? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. They were from do, WWC. Do, do, do you remember Jared Berger? I don't know if he's a real guy or not. He hasn't emailed in in months and maybe even wow. years. The last time he emailed in was March 29th of this year. Holy with shit. An email entitled Freak Times. Uh oh. Hey, Creeps. What's your favorite type of bread for a sandwich? Oh, See, okay. th- this is Good this stuff. is getting back back to the basics to the right basics. here. Personally, I go towards a sourdough roll, but I had an amazing sandwich on Fakasha Fakasha last week. Fakasha. I've been baking and a fresh white bread is also kick ass. I mean, fresh bread of any type would probably be pretty stellar. So I think that'd be yeah. tough to beat. It's true. It's true. That'd be tough to beat. What's your good uh, with... bread? I don't really have one. Yeah. I'll take whatever's on hand. I'm not, I'm not picky. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, I also will eat any kind of bread, but we've noticed like the bake, the grocery store that's closest to us that we shop at, the bakery is pretty bunk. So it doesn't have a lot of great options. Aren't you, you live near two grocery stores. Both of their bakeries suck ass. One has a really limited selection that's almost always empty. And then the other yeah. one, some of that bread just doesn't look good. So what do you want? Bad bread or no bread is the two <laughs> options I'm working with. Oh. Um, but what we found, the workaround, the, the loaves that uh, are usually in most steadily supply that are actually good and hearty sourdough. Uh, and then uh, we're big rye bread family. The wife loves a good rye bread, mm. like a marble rye or mm. sourdough rye of some sort. Mm. Um, you know what else actually can't be beat? If you got some time, like you're going to be home for two days, picking <laughs> up a big French loaf. Oh yeah. You know, you just a, cut, cut a big honk and slice of bread, put some butter on. How's that? How is that different from a barn loaf? Oh, buddy. You gotta ask. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, bread's bread's great. Bread uh, is great, un- unless it's not mm. steakhouse bread. That's always pretty premium. You know about oh, steakhouse yeah. bread? Maybe. When's the last time you've been to uh, the the keg? A uh, couple years. You should go. Cheers. You should go get some of that fresh bread. It's delicious. Get that bread. Get that bread. Get that bread, brother. Brother, right. uh, Jared also right. Just wanted to pause my Uh-oh. lurking and shout out Legete remake, The Life and Freaky Times of Uncle Luke. Oh dear, highly recommend the 10 minute watch on YouTube Criterion channel. Jared, anyways, keep creeping. Jared Berger, real guy. I did watch He's it, not a real I did guy because uh, Oliver, Oliver Granger also, yeah, uh, shouted out this saying how great it was, how it's better than Legete. And let me tell you. Let me tell you, folks, not so much. Oh, damn. Not so much. Damn. Not my thing. Not my thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's so so few things are our thing. You know what I yeah. mean? That's true. It's getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> Is it minifig related? Then maybe yeah, it, pretty... then maybe it'll go. <laughs> yeah. Is this a is this a review, a deep dive spoiler review of a, a new battle tome for Age of Sigmar? Or a get deep dive into get get out of here. 
don't don't forget not just deep dive battle tomes, deep dive battle toads. That's also deep a good dive one. Hank McCoy. Oh, no. interesting. I barely watched any episodes actually. Uh, of what X Men? Yeah, that's okay. I, I'm I'm finished. I can talk all about it. Nice. We'll get there. Yeah. Go ahead. What he writes in? Oh, Sugarhead. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you said there for a second. Rishakstul. Uh, the return yeah. of emails. <laughs> uh, hey, Jared. Yes. Hey, Jared RJ. Hope you two are doing well. Oh. Hoping this puts us over the top with 10 emails. Uh. It doesn't. Just emailing in, as I know it will be read now. <laughs> I haven't been watching too many movies recently, but I did check out that new Dungeons & Dragons movie, and I was expecting more minifigs, but... Spoiler. There were none. Really? The movie was pretty good and a fun time. Oh, well. However, people were cheering at the end. Uh-oh. Gotta say, that's something I did not miss about going in the theater. Like, yeah. who are you cheering for? Anyway, have a great show. Talk to you next month. Sweetly, Sugarhead. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, uh, cheering. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Have we, have, we, have we talked about cheering ever? I mean, I, I think... I've... Uh, I think it got brought up once when Avengers was coming out and how yeah, uh, you couldn't watch probably... it without cheering and stuff like that. Oh, maybe. Oh, remember there was that thing where it was like during COVID when the theaters were down and someone's oh. like, I wish that something could like emulate the theater experience. Like when I saw Endgame and there was cheers and applause and it's just and, like, and you're just like, you want that at home? Some people crave yeah. that shit, dude. They crave. Oh, yeah. They I'm crave like... it. I like the taste of it. Yeah. The what of it? The taste. Oh, okay. The yeah. taste of those cheers. Yeah. No thanks. Not for me. We miss people sitting on their straws. Not for me. No. Yeah. No. And thanks, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Eddie Arafat. Uh oh. What? Old Eddie. Eddie you Arafat. Remember old Eddie? Uh, is this a real person? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll trust you, I guess. So, uh, I think this is the first time Eddie's written in. Okay, well, see that. Yeah. So, keep up the creepin'. Hi, creepos. Oh, I thought that was it. First of all, I hate to be a co-worker, Devin. But the X-Men currently live on the living mutant island Krakoa, not Genosha. Of course. What of course, Krakoa, Krakoa. No, I think. Well, at the time, I couldn't remember the name of the island, and then I was talking to you about it. You said Genosha. I went, yeah, yeah, but no, it is definitely Krakoa. That's the the deadly Genesis island. It's like it's a mutant island. Well, I just I brought up Genosha because yeah, nine times it, it sounded right. Usually I couldn't remember. Nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. Or asteroid M. Yeah. So that's always still good. Yeah. Second of all, I can't believe Jarrett didn't like the Hollywood AD episode of The X-Files. It's I, hilarious. Yes. Worthy of being in a top 15 episode list. Agreed. Oh, man. No, episode. It's not good. So good. Yeah. No. I'm glad we all no. agree. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How can RJ find Army of Shadows boring? It was the best Criterion movie boring. you guys have reviewed in a while. 
unrelentingly brutal portrayal of heroic figures is something you just don't get in movies these days. The RJ. Uh, I, I didn't say it wasn't brutal in its portrayal of figures in that they're unrelenting or relentlessness. Uh, I believe you described it as drawl. It is drawl. Boring. It's drawl. Very drawl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's a word that we've used. Yeah. Sometimes. I try to listen to your podcast episodes only after I've seen the Criterion movie you were reviewing. Oh, bad call. There was a long uh, segment of time where I didn't listen because the movies seemed to be all black and white doll dramas. Oh, they are. Let me tell you. I mean, if you're I not just watching started... black and white dolls, I don't think you're watching Criterion. That's but right. Anyways. The dollies. Mm-hmm. I just started listening again after I saw you guys did Vengeance is Mine, a blind buy purchased solely on the title alone. It didn't exactly hold up in a rewatch, but the first time I saw it, I was engaged enough with it. Uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't think that's pretty fucking like, I don't know. Pretty, it's a little dull. Is it drawl? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe it's got some drawl humor to oh. it. Oh. But, you know. Terrific. It's, it's long. It's a long one. Yeah, drawl. I am not sure what movie you will review when you read emails again, so I may never know if this is read. Damn it, Eddie! Just you gotta, you just gotta re uh, watch or listen to all of them. Have fun reviewing all the Criterion's for the rest of time, and tell RJ to get better internet. Your friend in time, Eddie A. Hey, listen, my internet's fine. My internet's not the problem, fellas. <laughs> Skype. Uh, and your laptop. Get a new laptop. Uh, that'd be a good start. I can't do it. I can't do it. Pretty sure you can. I can't do it. Yeah. You know, I can't do it. Can't do I'm it. Write, I'm going to write to Eddie. This was read on the two of us. Oh, dear. So he'll know. He'll know. Well, he better check it out then. Into the ether. But now, I, hey, he can't say he didn't know. Yeah. Or he can't. Oh, man. An old friend, RJ, Uh-oh. has written in. How Justin old? Peterson. Holy shit. How has he been handling his month break? Let's find out. So you're saying you want some emails. Hey, Jared and RJ, what's happening? A few weeks ago, it sounded like the mailbag was gone for good, which felt like a bittersweet relief after a few years of emailing in each week. But I look forward to a renewed sense of enthusiasm for the mailbag, now that you guys will only be dipping into it once a month. Perhaps get back to the good old days of butts and dumps and young man's questions. Mm. Creep within the creep. I have now reached the Orphic Trilogy, which I don't even recall you guys talking about. But talk about it, we did, Justin. Talk about it, we did. Mm -hmm. Surprised to see Blood of a Poet was all avant-garde filmmaking. Are the other two movies like that, too? Can't wait to write in next month when I will have an update on The Magic Flute and Le Million. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Blood Blood of a Poet is the uh, very much the avant-garde piece, and then the rest are less so. Not mm. so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that. Uh, there is that. Yeah. So, Jarrett, don't you want to take a break from being a DM to have a great time checking out the new crowd-pleasing Dungeons & Dragons flick? I happen to notice some Marvel influences in it, so I will not be surprised if you declare it total shit. Someday I will figure out why you prefer bleak melodramas like Army of Shadows and Harry Curie. I was a bit surprised you were not more into that bailiff known as Sancho. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the movie's so slow. 
Sancho was remember, RJ, did you remember Sancho? Remember we watched that like two weeks ago? Who could forget? New could, well, yeah. I don't know. It totally, it's, they're just different movies. They're so different. Um, I don't know. How do you how do you how do you put it? How do you put it? Sancho, uh, not drawl the in the slightest. Not drawl in the slightest. Yeah, not drawl in the slightest is what I would say. Yeah. Goat movie of the week. Hey, RJ, did you ever see the '90s kids flick Bushwhacked with Daniel Stern? No. Pretty raunchy for a scouting family adventure flick. So, what are Daniel Stern's best moments in film? Rookie of the year, probably. Yeah, yeah, he directed that one too. In case you weren't aware. Um, I I, I think I heard that on a podcast once. No, I don't listen to podcasts. Uh, he's incredible in that. City Slickers, who could forget? Home Alone, also great. Uh, but let's not forget one of what some people have said is his best performance. Um, Rookie of the year. Oh, uh, what about Whip It? Uh, I haven't seen Whip It. That's the roller skater movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breaking Away, Chud, man, Chud, Hannah and Her Sisters, I know you're a big, big Hannah and Her Sisters guy, Celtic Pride, I mean, who hasn't seen that? Who, ha- who hasn't? It's, it's Chud, come on. It is Chud, yeah. You, you, you got a guy who's been in Chud, and you want to know what his favorite best movie is? It's Chud. Yeah, John Goodman, Chud. Chud. Yeah, Daniel Stern, Chud. The Chuds themselves, Chud. Also Chud. So that's good. Foodie talk. Yeah. I was recently in Myrtle Beach and got me some wall burgers. And dang, do those funky bunch bros make a mean burger. Pull up the menu and let me know what you would order. I got the OFD. Um, Wall burgers. Wall. Yeah, I don't know this. I don't know this franchise or burger. I think it's a burger place that the Wall Burger Brothers made. Let's have a seat. Look here. Whoa! Like, could you hear that? It sounded like you like slipped in the tub or something. Uh, I didn't realize my mic was was live. Oh, entree salads. Who's going to this place for salads? Get out of you. Get out of here! <laughs> what is going on? What? What's the problem? I'm muted. I'm, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm muted. I'm muted for sure. No. Yeah. Uh okay, let's see. Uh these all look like very plain kind of cheeseburgers, so I guess I'm going with the double decker. Yeah. Like the <laughs> the first like image of like I don't know if this is like the a wall burger um in the middle. He's like holding a fry. Uh yeah, maybe. I don't know. It, yeah. it took me a second cuz I didn't I didn't connect the wall burgers with uh Marky Mark. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, Donnie's choice is the bacon bur- or barbecue bacon. Paul's choice doesn't have. Oh, Mark's choice, the Impossible Burger. Oh, interesting, interesting. Prickly pear margarita. There yeah. isn't a hate crime burger on here. Oh, okay. What about Mom's favorites? Where... Homemade chili and bacon mac and cheese. I mean, that sounds good. I'd have a. I'd have an eat. Looks like they have hot dogs too. I'd be all over that. Oh man! So there's the hour burger. Oh yeah, and what's in that? Yeah, these buns are just like there's no sesame seed on top. I mean, that's not like a prerequisite. But... This looks like a uh, an airport restaurant. It kind of does. Like you know what I mean? 
Yeah. It doesn't look like much more than that. A lot of favorites. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I mean, yeah. Quotes. Favorites. I would eat it. Like, I would definitely eat this. Sure. Uh, these burgers. But yeah, it doesn't look like much more than you'd get, like, passing through Detroit one day and you're just at the airport and you're like, I just need something now. I better get some of these Fiesta fries. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh man. But what if it's incredible, RJ? What if Jen's eat. chicken? What if Jen's chicken? Yeah. That marinated, seared chicken breast with caramelized onions, crispy onions. I mean, it, it lettuce it could and be. homemade honey garlic mayo. What if that like was just the bee's knees? It could be. It could be crispy fish. I bet you're eating some crispy fish this Friday, hey? Um, for Good Friday. Oh, right. Good Friday. You you participate in Good Friday, I, right? No, I think of it as, hey, it's the four-day weekend. Shit, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Don't forget why we have that weekend, Jarrett. Fridays uh, are for fish. That... Oh, it's like a f- like all you can eat sure. or something? Yeah. Yep. It can be whatever you want it to be, fish, fish-wise. fish Just make sure to eat some fish. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know about, I don't know about this menu here. Um here yeah but nothing jumps out uh i'll I'll try this mud pie shake Uh, i'm sure you would i'll just go i'll go with that yeah (laughs) sit back i'll get the the favorite the favorite the favorite of of each one fantastic i'm going to say go ahead give me one of the favorites of each Ooh, Mm -hmm. toy talk I can't recall you guys ever saying if you were into Transformers toys growing up. I did not get into those until the Beast Wars era, which will be the next movie in that franchise. Mm -hmm. So are there any nostalgic relics of your past you would like to see a movie for? How about some more Garbage Pail Kids? Well, off to see the Mario movie with the kids. Let's go. In a Mario voice. Best from Big J Money Peterson. Look at him living his best life. Going to see... I'm Mario. Um, we're here, you know, in our respective basement dwellings, recording a podcast. For yeah, yeah. Tens I... of tens of men. Ten tens of men, correct? Uh, do you think there's applause in that Mario movie theater? Do you think there's going to be applause? Ah, uh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't in Transformers. I was a Beast Wars kid. Also, Beast Wars was pretty pretty yeah. rad. Yeah, yeah, I miss Transformers uh, as a as a youth. Yeah, it came out just like outside of my ability to perceive things. Well, you would have been like forty when the first Transformers like originally aired, right? Right. Yeah, a very young, very uh, young child at forty. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that Ghostbusters. That was that was definitely a thing, and He Man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, no Transformers. Yeah, not even a little bit. Though I think I was pretty into like the dinosaur, the Dinobots. Yeah, uh, when they came along, because I was like, but you couldn't find them. And yeah, they, were, they seemed very expensive for well, probably toys. Zero metal, and then yeah, but yeah, Beast Wars was really cool. Beast Wars is super got, cool. And I got a Waspinator toy, but it kind of sucked because it didn't look anything like it did in the show. I had a yeah, some of some of them were pretty like knockoffy, but I had a, the Rhino, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I had the Raptor. Uh, I had the Spider of the bad guys. And then I had a 
I think I had like a red ant, which came like later in the show, which was pretty cool too. Uh, maybe Raticate. The rack I was super cool. Cheetor. I had a, I had a couple of them. I, I wish I still sounds had them, but sounds like it. Yeah, I had a couple. Those would be cool. In terms of shows that would come back, Dino Riders. That'd be a cool show. <laughs> Do you remember Dino Riders, Jared? Vaguely. Dino Riders was cool. We had one of the big T Rexes. Bucky O'Hare, I think, is ripe mm. for uh, a comeback. Like I, I feel like that's just kind of Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Oh, it is. That's too bad. <laughs> I would yeah. prefer to Bucky O'Hare instead of Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bucky O'Hare would be cool, or it would have been cool. Dino Riders, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. There we go. I'm yawning. I shouldn't be so tired. Well, let's wrap this up. <laughs> We're right. almost done, anyways. But I'm looking up. I'm looking up. Uh, I mean, I guess like one day Thundercats will happen, right? Yeah, I don't have any. I I have no nostalgia for Thundercats, but yeah, and I mean they're doing He-Man stuff, but they're doing like animated shows made by Kevin Smith. So are you interested? Oh, in you know, that? no. You know what I don't want though what? is some fucking loser to come along and be like, "Let's redo Pee Wee Herman," but it'll be like not Paul Rubin. It'll be you know who it would be. It, it would be uh, Ezra Miller. <laughs> Why not? It would be. I, Why it, not? It just would be for whatever reason. Like, come on, he walk or <laughs> like uh, Adam Driver. Yeah, I, I think he might be too old though. So Ezra yeah. Miller's the younger. But he's got that um, volatile. Ky- that Kylo Ren body now too. He'd be very yeah. broad. He'd be very that, broad. Like, but it'd be pretty funny him in that suit, the, the little suit. That would be tie. cool. No, that would he'd be make cool. that like chic. People would be dressing like him left and right. They'd be doing the peewee. That would also be really cool. Uh, what about street shark? Uh, street sharks? Do you know street sharks? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. Street sharks would be cool. I could get down with some street sharks. Okay. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff out there. People just need to move on it. You know, get get on that. Yeah. Get that bread. Get that bread. Get that bread, man. Sam Sanchez part two. Oh God. I again, boys. Oh dear. It's like it's been so long. Yeah. This was sent an hour ago or something like that. So there you go. So I've been out of the loop and had no idea you guys had ditched emails for seemingly months. Well, my last email I sent. This is like probably a couple, like a few weeks. Yeah. So my last email I sent is likely very out of date. So I'm mostly just chiming in with my uh, post WrestleMania update, which I did uh, demand. I, was yes. like, I need a I need a mains report because you and you mm-hmm. and the boy is That's this true. past Saturday and Sunday. I went to both nights of WrestleMania with my 11 year old soon, and he had a blast. Yeah, I asked him personally what his favorite matches were. He said his top five were number five. Seth Rollins versus RJ-type Logan Paul. Oh, dear. Sam. Fourth place. Sam's son. You, you, you can bring it up with him after you get his friend codes, finally. Uh, number four. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, which is beginning the most buzz out of both nights, it seems. It's, it's true. It's true. It's damn true. Mm-hmm. I, I do believe... Yeah, I didn't main event, but... Uh, Mm-hmm. Third, third, Co- 
Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Okay. I think if it ended different, might have been higher for him. Uh, do you know about this, RJ? You know about this? I I I'm unaware. I, I had no idea. Whatever it uh, is that these well, guys were up to, I, well, I don't know. They wrestled. They wrestled. And Ro- Roman Reigns, uh, he's been champion for a really long time, and everyone thought Cody Rhodes is he's going to go over. He's going to get them belts. But Roman Reigns won. He's still he's still the greatest, the best, the goat, and you must acknowledge him, RJ. The best there, what the best there is at what they do. I think he is. Yeah, he's like Logan. But, you know, Logan, Logan, not Logan Paul. Not like Logan. Second place, Mm -hmm. the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Which was was the main event of night one. Mm -hmm. And first, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. My son loves Rey Mysterio, and this had a pretty hilarious buildup. I enjoyed it too. So was this That's... Father Mysterio versus Son Mysterio? Yes, it was. I, have... I don't know. Uh, so yeah, Dominic, uh, he's kind of had this thing where they were trying to babyface him, and it doesn't work at all. But then they healed him up, and uh, he's pretty good as like kind of this goof villain, mm-hmm. like who thinks he's a hard man now. Mm-hmm. Uh, which like I don't know, I, I I have not watched it myself, but I hear clips. I, I hear people talk about it, and it does sound like it. It's kind of in the right spot of WWE comedy that kind of works, and they're leaning into it and dominate. I think I think everyone's helping him out a lot uh, in terms of like giving him advice about what to do, lean into his strengths. So it's like he's never going to be, you know, like a a great wrestler or anything like that, but he could be a good character in wrestling. I mean. Some some guys are right. Good characters for wrestling. Good. I think I think the more kind of stunning thing from Sam's kids like is that he he likes the idea of the father and son like fighting each other. So I think oh. I think Sam's got to watch out because I think his son's kind of like looking to have a run at the uh, at oh, Sam. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man. He's tired of Sam giving out those friend codes to whoever asks. So, like, oh. so, something's going to happen, man. Something's mm-hmm. going to happen. Well, I mean, there, there's also the whole dynamic, too, with uh, you got, you got Dom, Dominic. Uh, he's with the, they're not called the Ascension, but they're, they're like the bad guy group right now with Rhea Ripley. Um, and he's like, Dominic Mysterio is kind of calling him Mammy. <laughs> Mammy? Like that kind yeah. of? Yeah. Yeah. It's his, it's his mistress. Is it though? Mysterios. Hey, I think these are all pretty fun. Personally, I would also toss in there the triple threat match between Gunther, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. Uh, yeah, I heard that was quite a, a violent match. Lots of chops. Do you think it's because Sheamus was involved? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I heard. I've heard about Sheamus. Good, good for Sheamus that he's still around. Um, What's, what else is know. he gonna do? I don't know. You know, like stand at the top of a lighthouse. Mm. Make sure ships don't hit bricks. Or maybe we could toss in there Shane McMahon tearing a quad about two seconds into his match and had to be rescued by Snoop Dogg and the referee. All true. All true things. Red-faced Shane McMahon making his appearance once again in the WWE and blowing his quad just like his old man in wrestling. (sighs) Poor, Poor guy. 
Other things of note, I posted a picture on the booming and bustling Discord, but Finn Balor in the Hell in a Cell match suffered a pretty sick gash in his head, courtesy of a ladder thrown by Edge. It was kind of confusing to know what exactly happened from where we were sitting, and it was awkward, especially coming about 20 minutes of the weird Shane McMahon segment. But after seeing the blood on the mat, it was pretty obvious something had happened. Just didn't expect it to be as bad when I saw the pictures the next morning. Yeah, it's a, quite the hole in his head he got. I'm actually surprised things like that don't happen more in wrestling with, with chair shots and stuff like that. I mean, it happens but, in podcasting all the time. It, oh, I mean, look at look at this scalp. Look at it. Oh, I'm, lo- I'm looking at it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just flapping around here. I'm looking at it. Final thing. Lots of people pissed about the Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes outcome, at least walking out of the stadium. <laughs> Quite a few fuck Roman Reigns chants <laughs> waiting to exit through there with some contrarian folks uh-huh. chanting, fuck Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Very fun times to be had around the Jarrett-type wrestling fans. I, I see, look, he, he came full circle. The Jarrett-types. The Jarrett-types. Man, uh, who do you relate most to? Uh, I'll always be a CM Punk guy. He's so cranky. He's such a cranky man. He, I, I like I like these cranky dudes though. Uh, like, like Logan, yeah. Alan Moore too. <laughs> these guys they get asked stuff and they get pestered so much and they just they're annoyed by things, uh, and then people get mad about it. They, they actually say how they feel about things so they're like I don't care they're going should be like that <laughs> it's like don't ask questions you don't want the answers to wow interesting take no very interesting take very interesting take hmm. all in all it was pretty fun despite both days being essentially long 12 hour days yeah yeah, yeah. bet you a lot, a lot of chafe going on in that building what what a lot of chafing. Uh, can you explain what you mean? I guess that's it. Not much else to add outside of baseball season is underway oh, now. Yes. And the Angels just beat the Mariners a little while ago and are off to a decent start. Go Angels! Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's good for Sam. Yeah. That's good for Sam. <sighs> well, we did it, RJ. We We bought enough time for one Rob Eagle to get his email in. Oh, what did he forget? Uh, allegedly. Oh, okay. Apparently, apparently, it's like what two or three in the morning. Holy shit! Well, no, stop. He's still awake. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent this eighteen minutes ago upon recording. Holy cow! Who was your first? No. Hello, creeps. Long time no speak. I'm wondering if there are any movie directors you guys grew up with. I asked because I realized not long ago that the movies I most recall from my childhood, seeing them on TV, were all by Billy Wilder. I would have been seven or eight when I saw a witness for the prosecution, and I distinctly recall not buying Tyrone Powers' pleas of innocence from the dock. I think maybe even then I had trust issues. Mm-hmm. A year or so later, I really enjoyed Stalag 17, but the exploding matchbook gave me... Uh, no, on TV. But the exploding oh, yeah. matchbook gimmick put me in hot water with my parents when I almost burnt down her garage. Ooh, okay. A couple years after that, I remember being weirdly fascinated by Sunset Boulevard. Hmm. Men who are good with colors, jump over puddles, and know all the words to send in the clowns remain fascinated uh, with that movie to this day. Mm-hmm. 
When I was around 11, I took myself off to the movie theater, usually with my pals. But if it wasn't a film they wanted to see, I went by myself. On occasion, I saw and loved The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes. It played continuously throughout the day, so I stayed in the theater and watched it again. I totally got the gay subtext, by the way. The movie remains one of my all-time faves, and I own some original posters and lobby cards. It was only many years later that I realized these movies from my childhood were all directed by Billy Wilder. Hmm. So, guys, what are the first movies you recall seeing? Right, boys, I gotta go to catch the deadline. Regards, R.O. Beagle. P.S. Can't we go back to weekly emails? Aww. I think this is working. Well, yeah, I think the, the next one might be at the end of April. Yeah. The, the 20 schminth. So we got two months for you guys to get some emails in, boys. Two months. Well, yeah. We got no. Because we got four we'll weeks now and then three weeks in May, right? Yeah. But we'll do one at the end of April, I think. Oh, April's yeah. a month. And then May's kind of a bust. But uh, we'll, we'll put the call out. And people can just send stuff in and then we'll read it. It's fine. Yeah, there's Don't no save time. it to the last minute. There's no time limit to this stuff, you guys. Guys? There's no time limit to this stuff, guys. What are the first movies I watched? I don't know. Uh, yeah, th- these weren't Billy Wilder movies, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. We're talking, like, I, mean, I think the first movie I ever saw in theater as, like, uh, someone was like, I'm going to the movies, mm-hmm. would have been the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. It's good, so, great show. Great show. And I would have seen after that uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Fittingly. So you know, that's also with, good. With Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins? He was Bob. fucking King Lear. You know about that? You know about King Lear? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Genuinely, I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's sad, but it is sad. Yeah, so like really, like really. I mean, yeah, the first movies I ever watched, Turtles, Turtles Two, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Terminator Two, Encino Man, Batman Returns, Hmm. Home Alone Two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three, and then yeah, then Mario Brothers, Hmm. and then Jurassic Park. I mean, that's pretty cool. And there might have been some Disney animated thing, like, once, yeah. but I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, I mean, for the first movies I watched would 100% be Disney ones, because we, we had all the VHSs, and I was young enough that, like, they were bought for, like, older siblings, but, like, when I, when little shitty Bill was growing up, he's, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they, they put it on for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. That's the best I can do is, like, what I've watched in theater, because beyond, beyond, that you get, yeah. like, like little little kid stuff. It's like I have no idea, no clue. Uh, it's hard to p- suss out those uh, pers- those memories exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, I would I would have been excited by it, like actually black and white movies. I think they were. I thought that was stuff was it was really cool because that's back when you were a kid. You are like, was the world black and white back then? Is that what you thought when I was a kid? Yeah, uh, I am pretty sure I did. Okay, but maybe I am misremembering that. I mean, maybe. Who's to yeah. say? Yeah, it's just like, oh, because you say, is that how things were back then? Your parents would go, yup, and you go, wow, because they didn't really understand what you were asking. Mm. Or they did, and they just didn't 
care to tell you the truth. The, the real truth? Yeah. yeah, there was a big accident, and that's why everything looks like this. Some guy drove into a rainbow, and, well, here we are. Mm-hmm. That's how that works, right? Well, it doesn't make sense. You're like, I mean, you don't have a sense of time and progression and technology. Wow. You're just like, there's always been VCRs. Who knows, like, for real, though, like, how time works? Do you? Do you? No, I don't. Nobody knows. Nobody knows, man. Some have said time isn't real, is what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure. I'm sure, Jarrett. Sleepy time. <laughs> so, so sleepy. Hey, RJ. That's it for the emails. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks. We're back. Oh. Should and we talk it, about Star Trek Discovery now? And, and now it's closed. Now we are closed for four more weeks. Hey, RJ, what you been creeping on? Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery. Discovery. It's back, baby. No, it's not. I heard you couldn't wait. No. Um, You're lying. Oh, I, no, yeah. No, I, I mean, it will come back eventually, but. Yeah. Uh, I did watch some actual movies. I'll tell you about those briefly. And now I, I, I finished up X-Men. I can tell you about yep. the, And I can tell you about what I'm watching now. Ooh. Because I haven't shared that with anybody. Surprises. <laughs> tell uh, me about Bedazzled. Man, Bedazzled is so good. Have, when was Have you seen Bedazzled? <laughs> Never. No? Never. From From Egon? Directed by Egon himself? I've watched, uh, I didn't realize, but I've watched like four Harold Ramis movies this year already. I've been watching a lot of Harold Ramis. Ramis! Um, so I'm not on that Bendon, uh, Bendon, Brendan Fraser swoop like uh, a lot of other people have, because I looked and I gave this movie a heart uh, in 2017. And I talked about Brendan Fraser then. I just, not that it matters, I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not one of those bandwagon boys. I've always thought Brendan Fraser was cool. Remember when Sam Sanchez came on and all he wanted to talk about was those 90s Mummies movies? Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yep. Uh, Bedazzled is Wicked. Uh, it's a remake from some other movie, but Brendan Fraser is your... Bedazzled? <laughs> Bedazzled. Well, I, I don't remember when that other one came out, like the 60s or something maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a real like schlubby dude. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to talk to him. Uh, so he say, man, I, I wish I could catch a break. And then Elizabeth Hurley comes in and man, she's dressed in red and she's ready to roll. You know what I mean? She's ready to roll. Okay. Sure. She's ready to roll. Uh, and she gives him an offer. Says, Hey, I'll give you like seven wishes. If, uh, you sell me your soul. And he's like, okay. And then what you get is a really fun, series of uh different montages and different scenarios where he wishes for something and then he gets put into kind of a new life and then all the people he work with are in each of these new scenarios as like different people in that new in like the new situation it's really fun it's really fun he he asked to be rich and powerful uh it's kind of like a a monkey paw situation where uh, the wishes never work out right you know so he has to be rich and powerful and he becomes pablo escobar and then he's like, oh, man. Uh, and then he asks to uh, be really athletic. But then he has a little wiener, um, which is a joke in this. And then he asks to have a, a big wiener. Uh, but then he's gay. And then he it's all about a girl that he likes that he's trying to impress. You know, so monkey paw. Jared, you know about monkey paw? Yeah. Yeah, it's a monkey paw situation. But, you know, okay. 
it's a good, it's a, it's a good quality film. Jared, the jokes are funny. Brendan Fraser is really good. Elizabeth Hurley is really good in it. Also, the uh, ensemble cast of recurring people, pretty, pretty good stuff. Jared, pretty good stuff. So, I think Bedazzled deserves more attention. That's what I would okay. say. And you've never seen this film? No. Why not? It didn't look very good. It is. What's up with like 2000 and devil movies, RJ? Well, I don't know if you could tell, but we were going for a theme here. So we watched oh, I, see, I see it. And then I was like, hey, you know what's another movie from around this time? I didn't realize it was the same year until we started watching it. And I, I asked Andy, I was like, because she likes a good Adam Sandler film. And I was like, a film, prestige cinema. I was like, I was like, have you seen Little Nicky? And she's like, I don't know, probably. I remember the commercials for it. I was like, well, let's throw this son of a bitch on. It's probably been 23 years since I've watched Little Nicky. I remember renting it on VHS uh, around the time it came out. Have you seen this film? No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Little Nicky. Uh, like, I mean, it, it's it, it, it's around where I, where I remembered it being, but watching it now, it's like... It's like, how did this thing, how did this get made, you know? It's from the director of Sandy Wexler, The Uh Do-Over, Hubby Halloween, Mr. Deeds, Uh and, and, Drillbit Taylor, Without a Paddle, Heavyweights. I know, director of Heavyweights. Oh, and he has a segment in Movie 43. Good. Yeah. Do you, do you want to know what the budget for Little Nicky was? Oh, fuck. Like a hundred million dollars, eighty-five million. Oh god! Damn, you want to know wrong. what the the gross worldwide uh, income for this movie was? Forty-three million. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Okay. So this was a tremendous failure. I, do you I, notice I that the 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 twin towers are in the background of the poster? I do, and there's like a heaven like light over the twin towers. I mean, it's yeah. a pre nine eleven world, Jarrett. I, I guess, but I mean, maybe they're trying to embrace it, being like, we can't run from it. Yeah, because these col- these colors don't run. These colors don't run, much like Little Nicky. Do you know what the premise of this movie is? He's never been to Earth. He's never even slept over some other dude's house. That's okay. like how it's. That is literally how it's written. He's yeah. never even slept over some other dude's house. Yeah, that's about on they're, par. They're, they're missing a, a word. Yeah. Uh, Good job, Letterbox. This is such a strange Adam Sandler movie. Like, I I see where it came from, but like, this is like, this is like, I don't know, man. Like an SNL skit that like I feel like they were like, this is a good, the great idea. We can make a whole movie, and then they probably got like a week into it, and they're like, uh, oh my there's god, not much left. Well, look at this waste of talent. So I'm just looking over. So this is the plot I want uh, to read. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. After the Lord of Darkness decides he will not cede his throne to any of his three sons, the two most powerful of them escape to Earth create a, to create a kingdom for themselves. This action closes the portal, filtering sinful souls to hell, and causes Satan to wither away. He must send his most weak but beloved son, little Nicky to earth to return his brothers to hell. Do you know who's in this movie, Jared? Do you know who plays the Prince of Darkness? Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. He's not Lucifer though. Lucifer was his dad. 
Can you see? Oh. Who, can you see who plays the original? Uh, creator? Ba- ba- based on age and names, I'm going to say Rodney Dangerfield. Oh yeah, yeah, Rodney. So Rodney Dangerfield was Lucifer, and then he gave he gave hell to Harvey Keitel. So every ten thousand years, they they uh um like what is it concede the throne or whatever to one of their sons. But uh yeah, Harvey Ke- Harvey Keitel has three sons. Uh, one really strong guy. One British guy who's smart. Uh, the really strong guy is Tiny Lister Junior. Uh, Lister. Oh Jr. shit! T- t- Zeus. Zeus. Uh, yes, him. He's the strong son. And then Reese Ivans is uh the uh, shifty smart son. The lizard himself, oh. Jarrett. Oh man. The lizard. The lizard. And then uh, there's a lot of other people in this. Can you see who else is in this movie? It's it's fucking packed. With Dana Carvey, Reese Witherspoon. Love it. Uh, he he he's got he's the the runaway in this. He does have the best performance. Uh we got uh people I know who they are without looking it up. Quentin Tarantino. Oh my god. As an actor. I see that. Uh Michael Rob McKean. Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Clint Howard. Uh-huh. Uh Jackie Sandler. George uh, Wallace. George Wallace. Yep. Yep. Uh, Henry Winkler, Ozzy Osbourne, Regis Philbin, yeah. Kevin Nealon, Reese Witherspoon, yeah, Michael McCain and uh, George Wallace. Carl, oh, I see. Uh, Carl Weathers. I, I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah. Oh, he, I see. He plays Chubbs in Heaven. In Heaven, he plays yeah, Chubbs. Of course, of course. That's a little happy Madison for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh, Patricia Arquette. She is the love interest in this movie. Yeah, this thing is fucking packed. With actors. And yet, and yet, it's overpacked. It's and like it's a, piece, it's a piece of shit. It's like uh, I like I still there's some nostalgia for it. But it's like oh yeah, I remember this movie. This is fun. This is playful. But then sometimes there was some stuff, some stuff in this. I was just like, oh boy, hair. Oh boy, his hair. Yeah, and the way he t- he he got. He talks like this, dude. He says, <laughs> "Oh no!" Oh, see, he—he—he's got his mouth to the side like this, and he <laughs> talks like this, dude. He says, "I'm a Nikki." Oh no! What's the runtime on this movie, Arthur? Uh, uh, it's a clean ninety minutes. Oh, thank like, God. Sharp. It's—it's it's not a hundred and fifteen or something. No, it's a—it's a clean which... ninety. Which was like a modern comedy. Yeah. Now it's got. It has to be a hundred and fifteen. Yeah, I gotta say though, <laughs> I, I, ha- I did rent this more than once as a kid. I bet you did. I was ten years old. You can give me a little bit of uh, a break. So yeah, he goes up there, and then uh, he his goal is to bring the two sons back because uh, devil uh, Satan is dying without it. Um, and then he gets led by a, a dog named uh, Beefy or uh, Mister Beef or something. Um, and it was Adam Sandler's real dog, or dog in real life, which is kind of oh. sweet, you know? At the time. At the time. Yeah. Uh, and so he doesn't know how to do things. He's really cold all the time. And then he has a love for Popeye's chicken. Oh. There is some pretty premium <laughs> product placement for Popeye's in this thing. It's everywhere. I bet, th- I bet there is. Yeah. They have to offset the uh, $85 million budget. Yes. Yeah. This movie's really raunch. Like, raunchy in terms of an adam sandler movie like uh kevin nealon's one of the demons and he messes up so they they put a pair of boobs on his head and they show that like naked boobs in it and i was like whoa 
doesn't happen a lot in an Adam Sandler movie. This must have been rated R or something. Um, oh, uh, John Lovitz uh, opens this movie. He's in a tree watching women undress, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, he's the best part of this movie. And then he falls wow. out of the tree and dies. Uh, and he pretends to be a big bird in the tree so that the lady doesn't notice. And then when he goes to yeah, hell, I like, see his credit is Peeper. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, John Lovitz is great in this. Um, and then when he gets to hell, uh, the giant birds um, have their way with him. Because he was, uh, they say, weren't you that guy pretending to be a big horny bird? And he, he goes, yes, I was. And they say, well, now you'll see what a big horny bird looks like in hell. Oh, uh huh. And then, and then the birds get him. Yeah, they rape him. Uh, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's what I mean. Like some of the stuff, like a lot of this stuff, it's like I see that where Adam Sandler was going with some of these things, and then there's stuff like that where it's like it seems a little bit too raunchy for him. Like it's a little out of character. Do you know what I mean? Or I don't know. It was the '90s. It was a different time. Well, it was kind of the '90s. It was filmed in the '90s, I think. So when are you gonna uh, settle in for little Nikki? I'm not. No. No. Not with my glowing praise. No. There's one thing that's actually really funny in this. Uh, whenever he he dies a lot because he doesn't know how to do things, and whenever he dies, he gets sent back to hell. Um, and then two of the guys who are just always in Adam Sandler movies, they're metalheads, and they see him die all the time, and then he comes back, and uh, they uh, they love him, and because they know that he's he's a, the, a prince of darkness. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So I, I got a copy on VHS. I'll I'll, I'll put it in your mailbox. Um, yeah, sounds good. Later, potentially. Cool. Yeah, I think Great. you'll really like it. Good. Yeah, I think you'll really <laughs> like it. Uh, I finished X Men, which I think yeah. I maybe talked about last week. Maybe not. you were saying there was a real stinker episode, though. Oh man. Okay, so season five is really bizarre. There's like two episodes that are like normal. And then there's like 10 episodes where it's like they must have got canceled abruptly. I think they fired everybody involved, voice actors and animators. Okay. Um, and then like they, they're basically just wrapping it up as fast as possible because like uh, the animation is like really, really bad. And the voice acting is really, really bad. Like it, it comes out of nowhere, too. It's like... Uh, they must have got like two episodes in and they're like, no, we're pulling the plug on this uh, on this show. And then they like had one guy animating it and that same guy did all the voice acting. <laughs> it's really well, it's yeah. really bizarre. Well, I mean, I mean, that was back when shitty Bill was just like. Tired Bill. Shitty William. <laughs> Sir, yeah. Yeah. Worse before that. Yeah. Well rested William. Re- well rested William. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh yeah, it's kind of a bummer that it ends like that, but that's how the Spider-Man uh 90s animated and dude, not as bad. X-Men's X-Men's got a sharper cut. Um but yeah, it comes out of nowhere, man. And you're just like, "Oh shit." You're like that's not fun. Mm. So, I mean, it was I, off the rails. Yeah. Which is too bad. Um I'm still playing Metroid Prime. That game's yeah. fucking long. I got so mad at it. I I stopped playing for two two or three days. Oh, I was no. so mad. I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, freak out and throw my controller through a window or anything like that. But you got close. There was there's just this one. Stretch. You thought about it. You went like 
that's my window. If I break it, I'll just fix I'll just, it. I'll just fix but, it. But I will feel better. Yeah. There was this stretch that was so frustrating. Like, it, and like, I'm not exaggerating because I looked, I like, I Googled it. I was like, did I miss something? I was like, what is going on here? Because I played it like four times, but the stretch is, uh, it takes about 70 minutes to play up to this point. Uh, and there's no saves in it. So if you die at any time in there, you you get reset all the way back. And I made it right to the end like two times. And then like, and then I, I died and I got reset. And I was just so fucking mad. I was just like, what is going on? And I Googled it. And um, it is it is a very common problem. It's this one little area, like it's got a title, like where it is on the map. And like all I saw were posts about people. It's like, did this game just get like incredibly hard out of nowhere? Um, and apparently what people said was it was near the end of the game's like uh, production and like they froze uh, money or something like that. So they had to kind of like wrap it up kind of fast. And um, they like they, I guess, forgot to put like saves in like at certain parts. But like you had like boss fights, puzzle things that took fucking forever because you have to like move things around. Like they weren't hard, but it just it was like 10 minutes you had to do that. And then you have to do it over and over again because you die. Oh man, I was frustrated, Jared. I was so frustrated. He's frustrated. But uh, I got through it, and uh, I'm still playing. I, I'm pretty sure I'm near the end, but I haven't checked. I bet I'm at like 14, 15 hours into this game. So a lot of bang for your buck. It was only like 40 bucks. Not too bad. Yeah. So I do that. Uh, I got that going for me. And then I just... I just oh um before I talk to you about what I'm watching uh Andy and I have started watching Essex County on CBC Gem. You know about Essex well, County? I didn't realize it was it was out. It is out and it is uh free to watch on CBC Gem with ads. Uh yeah, very minimal. CBC Gem's actually pretty good. It has really minimal ads like two commercial breaks in a 50 minute episode, I think. It's it's, it's not a it's, CTV. It is bad. not CTV where it's every 5 seconds. And, like, designed to be buggy, so you have to restart. Um, it's got, like, Stephen McHattie and uh, Kevin Durand and stuff like that. It's all, all Canadian actors. Um, it's pretty good, man. Like, I know I'm, I'm a big Jeff Lanier boy, but uh, it's got really good production. Like, it looks nice. Looks It looks like it, how it, it should look. Do you know what I mean? Liney? No. It, sure. They really capture <laughs> rural Canada. Oh, man. Hockey, bud? Yeah, there's some hockey in there, bud. Just a little rural, bit of hockey there, bud. Rural, real truths, RJ. Real truths, Canada. Um, no, it's good. I, I like it. I, I think it's worth watching, yeah. especially for us because you can get CBC for free. So you might. Damn, have... that's the edge we got over our uh, the non-Canadians. The, the one thing we got. The one. The thing. only thing we got. Uh huh. So I yeah. uh, was watching that, and then I'm I'm like three episodes into a new animated series. Oh, from our childhood, through th- in from our childhood, yeah. your and mine. Well, from a childhood, and and childhood. What is it? What are you watching? What are you deep in? Uh, I have shifted from Marvel. I'm into Ooh. the DC. Oh, and the mark of quality is staggering. How, how, like going from that last <laughs> season. Well, I mean, like I, in a good oh, way. I, any of those Marvel cartoons yeah. in the '90s are uh, not the most. Well, nicely animated i mean i i like the 90s spider-man and like x-men's pretty good like in my opinion i I like it but uh going to 90s dc stuff you're just like huh. 
You're like, this looks so nice. This is so, so good. What, what, what are you watching? Uh, Superman, <gasps> the animated Fuck series. Yeah. So I'm has, just... is uh, Metallo showed up already? No, I'm only like four episodes in. So like, uh, the... oh, there's not that many episodes. But... No, I think there's what like four. Toy... Is it Toy? I I just 20? saw Toy Man. He was in episode four. Oh man, the voice acting. Oh, it's so good. Um, so the first three episodes are uh, um, origin the first, story. Well, the, well, yeah, it's like the first three episodes, right, are all like Krypton. Yeah, episode one is all Krypton. Episode yeah. two is baby Clark landing on Earth, uh, yeah. and then him as teenage Clark. And then episode oh, three is literally... uh, him going to Metropolis. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're like just started. Like you watched two episodes, really. Well, because yeah, because I mean, the, the I know the first storyline is three parts. Oh, myth. Yeah, yeah. Bruno Mannheim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was one. Oh, no, that was part of the third one, sir. When he just arrives to Metropolis, uh, he mingles with Lex a little bit. Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. I, I love oh, how man. they say it. Clancy Cl- 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 Brown. Lex. Yeah. Uh, oh, another Adam Sandler. Uh, the voice of Jor-El was um, Shooter McGavin from oh, uh, yeah. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Yes, it is. I heard the voice and I was like, who is that? And then oh, it yeah. took me a minute. I was like, oh. Chris McDonald. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's Shooter. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's so uh, it's so pretty. Like, it's just, it's it's nice to watch. Like, you see what they do in, like, the 50s aesthetic of, uh, like, like, what they went for with the show. It's just like, man, it's like, this is so good. It's so well done. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I honestly think that... Uh... The way they tie everything together, because Brainiac comes back, yeah, and it makes sense. And mm-hmm. the way they use Metallo, the Luther stuff, oh, mm-hmm. and it's... yeah, there's like there's some like there's some pretty like uh, uh, amazing scenes in that show. Oh, I know. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's really really good. Um... Tim uh, Tim Daly is uh, Superman voice yep. acting is superb, yep. super good. Uh, so I'll, I'll do that, and then I'll see see how much um steam I got left. Like I might even do Justice League after, because yes. I I really I really like Justice League too. I watched that like uh eight years ago, like just before we started the pod. I did a big rip on all that animated stuff. So yeah. I did Justice League then. I'll probably do that, and then I don't know if I'll do Batman animated. I might save that for for when I really yeah. need it. You know? Yeah. Yeah for uh and i i have that one on blu-ray like they did a nice blu-ray pack of that like uh i don't know a couple of years ago so. I don't, yeah but oh, yeah i'm just uh uh like four episodes in so the origin story and then uh toy man and toy man is pretty cool too like i, I, I like how they uh they show him and i'm not sure it's on the first few episodes that they do the bit where uh <laughs> it's just like Superman just shows, shows up outside of a uh, Luther's window. Yeah, yeah it's... And, and he just hands hands across his chest and, and just floats he, there. He gives him the uh, the the sign or like he he just goes stone. Uh, like he doesn't say anything. And Luther's yeah. talking. He's like, oh, silent treatment, hey. And he just yeah. he just he's just there staring at him. Yeah, he's like, I'm on to you, motherfucker. Well, he, so he does say it eventually. Like, it's it's honestly, it's like it's like 20 seconds, which I know doesn't seem long, but 20 seconds of like screen time of just him like just like floating there and then Luther throws something at him and yes. then uh, and then he, he does go he's like I'm on to you and then he just flies away yeah. it's yeah. it was really good it was really funny uh but yeah those first the first few are really good like uh the Krypton episode is really cool I really liked episode two like baby and teenage Clark that's just yep 
like I don't know. It's it's really um it's it's neat to see. <laughs> you know, you know who made that better? Uh Smallville? Pawkin died in a tornado. And we went, nah, just let it happen, Clark. No. That that's good. That's no. better story. That's superior storytelling. Just let, let this eight hundred mile an hour her, uh, tornado just take <laughs> me and rip my body apart. <laughs> it's got to be this way. It's like what? No, we gotta protect you, son. It's like no, no you don't. Nobody no would see him. He, he, no, he no, moves it, faster it, than yeah. light. Yeah, it's preposterous. preposterous. Yeah. And if anyone asked, you just move Pa Kent like 100 kilometers away and you just play dumb. You say, oh, the tornado took me up. Must have landed me on a bale of hay or something. You know, you just play You just play dumb. Play ignorant. Uh, but yeah, it's really good. It's really good. So uh, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i keep rolling with that. I think I do like, like an episode a night. You know what I mean? One or two. So it's good. it's good stuff, Jer. And you get to, it's because Jeremy Irons, who's uh, John Corbin, right? Who, who becomes Metallo? Uh, yeah, I don't know if Corbin's come up yet. Well, oh, he's maybe. in the. Oh, is he in yeah, the. No, he, so, yeah, he, he's the. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's like the terror. He's the terrorist. And then they like, he's like, I'm alive. Yeah. And he's trying to understand how it, it's like, uh, then he, he's empowered by uh, Kryptonite. Right, right. Actually, that was really, that was really well shown too. Like, um, when they shoot kal rocket away and it goes into the wormhole and then krypton explodes behind it and then like a ton of like the rocks come sorry no it's not shit. yeah it's not jeremy irons you know what it is malcolm mcdowell yeah 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 that, yeah, that yeah. makes more sense but yeah they they showed like the crypt uh kryptonite rocks coming through the wormhole to with the spaceship really really uh in in a good subtle way you know that's a nice mm-hmm. that's the really nice thing about this show uh which i think is like dc animated 90s stuff is it um it doesn't like yell at you what it's going for. A lot of it's just soft. There's like lots of scenes where nobody's even talking. They're just you know just doing things. They, hey, they're like you guys uh, will figure it out. Hey Bruce Tim and um, yeah. uh, Alan Burnett. Yeah, uh, yeah, those guys. Paul Dini. They know what they're doing. There's a reason why that stuff's beloved. They sure uh, they did. A, the aesthetics are awesome. Yeah. Of uh, like that Art Deco style. That they're kind of doing the 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 utopian style as opposed to the harsh style of yeah. Gotham like yeah. all these little things they go with and I don't know, I think like probably the thing that has aged the least least well is probably the Jimmy Olsen character design oh yeah he's fine he, he's he's he's, he's fine. fine he's yeah. Jimmy Olsen but like yeah I mean they could have gone with uh something other than would you prefer <laughs> what he was in Batman v Superman where he was like a rogue agent that gets killed off screen and you don't realize yeah, like, you it's know. Jimmy Olsen I'll take I'll t- I'll pass on that. Oh okay, yeah, he's uh, Superman's best pal. Did you know that? I've heard. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's great. Like, uh, it's too bad that um, because I've looked into it. Like, uh, Superman and Justice League don't have the nice Blu-ray packages like Batman does. They you can buy them on like DVD, but they're all like there. Yeah. There's no one set you can get. It's all individual seasons. You're season like, ah. one, season two, season three. I feel like it'd be a no-brainer. Like I imagine the Batman season Blu-ray four, sold part one. Well, you know, yeah. So that's... yeah, the Batman one's pretty iconic. But yeah, Superman was always like the lesser watch show, but I think it's bad. Like the, the I first mean, three episodes are really, really those seasons are great. Yeah. Even if they just made like half the units that the Batman did, and just to see how it did, I bet it would sell out, or, yeah. or like it would sell well. We'd get one. Yep, to share. Oh, sold. Yeah. So, no, it's good stuff. It's good, good stuff. Good stuff. 
Nice, Doing good stuff. Nice. But that's it. And you? That's that. Nothing. No. no barely. No. This uh, was not that kind of week. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I watch no. lots. So. You watch. There we go. Yeah, we talk about super. We talk about Superman. Yeah. Like, Superman. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I don't. I don't know. You probably won't rip into that if you're still hitting X Men. But uh, I'll yeah. give you. I'll give you the play by play. I won't do episode by episode, but I'll, I'll tell you about yeah. the standouts and, and yeah. things like that. Very yeah. good. It's Very good stuff. Good. Uh, got any news uh, for us? Uh, no, there was something, but it must not be. Must not have been that good. Must not not have been that good if I don't remember it. Whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever it was, man. I want to see what people have been posting, but it seems like it's just been a generally a quiet time. At the movies, and all next to the wood, in in our neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, hell, I mean, the big news was Ghost Rider's new redesign turns him into a satanic weapon X. He looks like one of those meth kids that dances under a bridge. <laughs> like you've seen those guys, right? The meth dancers. <laughs> nope. No, you Google it one day when you're bored. Okay, you'll see. You'll see. So, are you a big Ghost Rider guy? Oh. Hey, you know what actually is movie renew- news that's related? A a preview, a trailer even, for the Blue Beetle live-action movie was released. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, man, I, I didn't see anything about this. Yeah, well, it was like a teaser, but like the, it shows, like I think it was like a minute long. It shows like costume and like t- talks like briefly like what the story is about. I can't believe that thing's still coming out. Yeah. Like compared, like like you know what I mean. Like they canned Batgirl, Aquaman too. I don't I don't know if that's ever gonna come out. They might end up canning that too. Who knows? All this shit's just toxic assets. These movies. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Uh, Because like who? Like because this is the thing. No, like the people that they're making these movies for are watching movies to watch movies. They're there for like the continuity. Yes. They are. They've created the worst fan imaginable, mm-hmm. and this is this is the result of it. Because like, when if Marvel decides to like, oh, we're going to do a revamp, we're going to do a like, which will happen eventually. Well, I think that's eventually. what they're building up to now. No, like with the K multiverse stuff. Yeah, and so when they do, we're going to do Avengers, but it's like all over again. Yeah. Uh, that that's going to be tough. Well, I imagine the, to... Yeah, I imagine the game plan. Game plan is. Kang resets everything, and then that brings in Fantastic Four, X Men, and then they start fresh, kind of thing. That's, then that's we can have uh, T- Timothy Chalamet as Captain America finally. No, it would be Ezra Miller. Ah, really? Man, he's, every, he's he's everywhere this week. Well, you know, like he's yeah. Fuck. There's like yeah. There's like these movies that like no one cares about now. Like, do they? They must see that Shazam just like died. Oh, it's dead. Yeah, that died yeah. instantly. Uh, I saw a thing because there's well, there's not even like the uh, the the deep joy that we can all get from uh, the failure of Black Adam because the Rock's an asshole. Yes, uh, yeah. we can't even get that out of Shazam. It's like kind of nothing against this. It just it yeah. looks kind of kind of dorky. Yep. Um, well, exactly. And like Blue Beetle too. I actually I like I like Blue Beetle, but it's like if you ask me, if there would have been a Blue Beetle movie before like so many other like characters it's just like nah I wouldn't, 
<clears throat> so so worldwide, Shazam Fury of the Gods has made $120 million. Oh, that's probably pretty Ooh. rough, eh? And after two after two weeks. Uh I don't know what the budget oh the budget is probably about that. Yeah. And so breaking even there's the whole there's not even because so supposedly there's always the the tale that marketing is fifty percent of the budget, which would place this movie at being, you know, a like hundred and eighty million dollar budget but well, i've seen a lot of people say they saw hardly any marketing for this like it it, it doesn't even exist that doesn't mm-hmm. matter people yep. still got paid i bet and oh, uh sure. discovery is again they're they're trying to dump this shit out and yeah whatever i i'm not mm-hmm. i don't care I, I never saw the first one i don't want to see this one yeah and even the people i know are like the the fanboys they're like you see uh, stuff they didn't even see it i didn't yeah. like the like well you know what it is one, though the one kid i know derek like this this kid's a he's a snyder man and he doesn't yeah. care about this and it's like well it's because it's not snyder they don't support it and they're out they don't watch they don't watch the marvel movies um yeah but when's the next marvel well, movie they, after Flash. ant-man oh ant-man uh, yeah uh, that's marvel a good question mm-hmm. because this movie kind of dynasty went. Next Marvel movie, oh, uh, Mar- the Guardians, Marvel. Guardians, and then uh, there's a sequel to Captain Marvel eventually, and I think oh, a sequel the Marvels. To that's in that's in November. Yeah, uh, Gar- Guardians is out May. I will not be around for that. Yeah, yeah. next year is Thunderbolts. Oh yeah, uh, people are itching to see that thing. Well, if, if it's if they try to do some trickery or something like that, it could be something. Yeah. I mean, the ones who directs it. Like that's the thing. It'll be like, it'll be mean? nobody. Then we got Blade in twenty twenty four. They uh, the director left after a week of production. Did you see that? Yeah, I, I remember hearing that. Or maybe uh, maybe not year. left, but so right moved. now they've got like a couple movies per docket. Uh, Blade, and then there's Deadpool three. Yeah. Uh, that's not coming up till November of twenty twenty four. Oh great! Right. Terrific. Uh, and, and then you have Dynasty. Uh, then Fantastic Four 2025. Before Kang Dynasty? Kang Dynasty is May 2025. Oh, it is damn. two years away. Oh, did you hear about all the trouble with that, with Kang? And then the the following year, Avengers Secret Wars. Did you did you hear all the trouble Kang got into? What did Kang get into now? Kang got, he got arrested for a domestic assault or something. What? So, like the guy who plays Kang? got arrested in real life for like an assault charge. And so oh. people are saying, "Uh-oh. <laughs> what? What's going to happen to the Kang dynasty?" Ah, uh, I had not heard this. Yeah. Or I didn't I didn't put together the name is what Jonathan what's Majors. Oh, see, I didn't know I didn't even know who play was Dude, Kang. that's Kang. Don't that's you know about Kang? Kang? I see. Dude, I just saw something that, over there. That's a Kang. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so I like some, I mean, I saw, I, I I saw this little... name pop up that I didn't know. I mean, Ezra Miller's I, I... Flash is still coming out, so I'm sure Kang will be fine. You know what well, I mean? Well, I'm sure uh, Disney's got their best lawyers on this. I'm They've sure. got they, they have an investment to to protect. Oh, yeah. I mean, they can always be like, "Hey, it's new Kang." A variant. Well, the problem is that actor played like variants of himself already. Well, the that was the, the... the time shame chime shift they that's like the easiest thing to resolve is replacing an actor for this company they they don't give a shit no they've done it before 
but uh, do I, it again. I remember that was I, I clicked on I mistakenly clicked on one of the Reddit posts for it and the first like 17 comments. It's a variant of King. It's not really Jonathan Majors. And it's just like, oh, it's man. Like, no, he actually beat up a lady. Uh, wow. Hey, is what the, hey, hey, he was arrested for assault. So maybe don't like uh, maybe don't simplify this as uh, hey, like don't make it playful like it's a Marvel thing, you know? <laughs> He got arrested, so we'll see. These what people, happens. hey, these people are children. I know. These people who post online. I know. <laughs> There's some very earnest comment. More superhero movies will always be popular because people want to see, because uh, people are normal. They want to see how superheroes would behave in these sure. situations. And you go, what? And you go, sure, whatever. Uh, but actually, I, I just I, I realized something too. Like you're talking about Shazam and Blue Beetle and stuff, and it's like the reason those movies aren't doing anything is. Also, one because people don't care, but two, uh, they've already admitted or like they've already said that they're tanking that universe, right? They're starting fresh in like two years, so they've already been like, well, we're just gonna release what we have, and then we're gonna start over with a new Superman movie like two years from now. So it's like I imagine a lot of people are like, oh well, we'll just wait for that. Oh hey, you know why I probably didn't see anything about this? Mm. Uh, I, I I fixed my Twitter feed. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I downloaded uh, an app for that uh i you said it's called it's called control panel for twitter and it turns off all the annoying things yeah it's just like it's wonderful well you you brought it up last week when you're like well once once hands changed for this thing uh i i yeah like i'm I'm finding i'm spending less and less time on it because it's like uh it's getting clunky Yeah, it's clunky. I, uh, I don't care about Marjorie Taylor Green. Nope. I don't care about Dogecoin and nope. like billi- weird billionaire jokes yeah, that I, aren't funny. I blocked Elon uh, Musk because it was because I every <laughs> single day, twice a day, I put I am not interested in this tweet. I am not interested yeah. in this tweet. I didn't even follow him, and twice a day I had to say that I didn't want to see his tweet, <laughs> yeah. so I just blocked him outright. No, I I blocked him weeks Which ago. Probably red like, flagged dude. me or something. I don't probably. Know. You want to see annoying shit, do you? Yeah, yeah. cuck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like but... fuck off. It's yeah. I don't know the 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 road it's going. And now the the thing that it's just like ridiculous. And that's actually prompted my downloading it too. Was uh, so that you know how there's like Twitter blue, and then there's like the ch- what the check mark used to mean, or like mm-hmm. the Twitter badge. Yeah. But now, because they said we pay us five bucks, we're going to lose it. But now they came up with a solution because nobody paid it. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I don't fucking care. Oh, you get to keep it. But now you, no one can tell the difference between you and the guy who paid you and it. you, you and weird racist yeah, and person. Then there's like gold badge or whatever. Yeah. So, but, but this app, RJ, um, it eliminates that. That's it nice. makes it, it, it sees through the bullshit and it gives it a different icon for the people paying to be there and the ones that are verified. And it just doesn't for you. Yeah. And it's it's awesome. It's only on the desktop though, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, I'll I'll stick with the other incels and stick to Reddit. You know what I mean? There you go. Yep. I get all my news condensed on there, anyways. That's fine. That's a okay with me. So, anyways, uh, who knows what? Well, the, I did. What the I have seen that the direct dot com. Jonathan Major's arrest. Marvel Studios reportedly discussing options with actor's agent. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Where where are we I'm at sure here with uh what are we doing? What are we where are we at now here with King? 
is, is he gonna be okay is he gonna make it through this or uh... we, we we love we love being in the the, the jonathan majors business we really we really do but we had to have to worry about a perception uh, this of is the global brand fellas global we have a brand. we do we, we do have a major uh project ahead of us uh mm-hmm. and uh we can't we can't be besmirching king well it's king you know about I king mean, right yeah yeah these yeah we'll see it's king Again, dynasty dude alleged rj there's Double a reason alleged. why we use this word yes alleged nothing's confirmed people right. have got arrested for things they haven't done every day every day rj knows best people also get arrested for things they do do so do do we'll see do do we'll do 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 kang is what's important kang yeah. oh well good comic what, what talk. if like good comic talk got it out of there hey mm-hmm. we got criterion to talk about oh dear oh boy uh-huh. after the break we were going to go see who can pee the furthest that part real grandpa and grandson business right there i like that part a lot yeah brought you back by charles hawtrey and the deaf aids (laughs) phase one in which doris gets her oats This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast, and tonight we're talking about The Two of Us from 1967, directed by Claude Berry. RJ, Ooh. there's no tagline for this film. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know, yeah, I'm not sure if it's like Chuck Berry or uh, Betty. Chuck That's Berry, cool. uh, the creator of rock and roll music? And Claude. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't have a tagline for this film, but just a short little synopsis. A story of the caring friendship formed between a crusty old anti-Semite and an eight-year-old Jewish boy who goes to live with him during World War II. How did they describe him? (laughs) Crusty. My favorite clown. Oh, yeah, you are a crusty man, hey? No. Yeah. What's in the crusty burger? (laughs) I don't know what's in it. I don't know. The animal we made it out of has gone extinct. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, good things. Good things. No. Good, good things. things. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what this is a movie. About? I don't know. It's last oh, okay. last week, I think, when uh, we said next week. When I said this movie, I think neither one of us were, were like too stoked about it. It's like, I have no idea what this is. Oh, I don't know about you, man. I was uh, I was pretty jacked. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been waiting for this for 
Okay. So at least a week. Yeah. Well, I, I do remember you saying, you know, years ago now when you, when we talked about Bodu saved from drowning, you were like, you know, ever all the the basic bees, they're always talking about this is uh, Michel Simon's uh, finest film, but no, no, no. People need to pay more attention to the two of us, the, the Barry film. I, and, I mean, and, pe- and people were like, "No, RJ, surely you jest." And you're like, "No, no, I, I got on good authority." Mine. I mean, I did have it on good authority. You know about authority, though. Uh, what about it? Oh, I have it on good. Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, some claim this film is a comedy drama. Who has claimed that? Uh, the people writing Wikipedia. Okay. Do you what agree do you, with what, said thing? No. Okay. Not, not not at all. Not at all. Uh so what is this movie that surely no one will ever like click on out of their way being like, oh, I really want to know what these guys want to so what what they have to say about the two of us? Because it's a movie that uh really I don't think anyone really talks about. Doesn't have a lot of fanfare to it. Uh no one talks about the director. Uh this this cloud other fella. than us. Other than us right now. He directed a bunch of movies, and I bet you there might be a heat. Oh, Uranus. <laughs> uh, could you come again? Uranus. Uh, <laughs> what, a, what about uh, it? I don't know. This is the title of the film from 1990. He also directed okay. a movie uh, that doesn't have a Wikipedia entry called Sex Shop. What do you think that one's about? I don't know. A sex shop. Really? Interesting. Interesting. Uh, what are these movies? Who's this guy in them? Is it the crusty old man? Shop back to back. Who's this actor? Probably the crusty old man to Semite. It might be Yves Montaigne. Well, there's like two of them, and they, they have like the same actor. And they were shot back to back, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, um, remember Michelle Simon? You know, you know that guy? Remember he played the hobo rapist? Uh, in uh, Budo, yeah, man, he's aged horribly. <laughs> he's the little kid in this movie. Yeah, he's the little kid, and then he goes. Then he yeah. goes to no. Budo. And then he could, yeah, well, Budo. Then he goes back in time. Well, yeah. I mean, they're French, Jared. Yeah, he actually plays himself and his grandpa. Oh, he's his own grandpa. <clears throat> Yes. No, he is his. He is his. Yeah, he is his grandpa. Interesting. Interesting. There isn't. No one actually knows where the child came from. Interesting. Kind of like King. Like King? Kind of. Oh, okay. But this is a story about a a young boy named Cloud. Um. Uh, Yeah. He's a whippersnap. He's a young whippersnap, but living in. uh, I think it starts in 1943. Harris. Uh, somewhere in France. Anyway, uh, we meet this kid. There's a bit of a voiceover narration of this kid as an adult um, saying, you know, so you know this kid's going to make it, all things considered, because it's, it's a man talking about it. And you see himself and this other kid uh, trying to steal some toy trains from a, yeah. from a, from a store. And you go, man, bad move. Uh, they yeah. get bought, they're really bad thieves, like real bad. They yeah, they don't even right really away. try, to be honest. No, 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 no. Yeah. Really. So anyways, uh, they fight. <laughs> they fight the employees, biting yes, ladies do. and stuff like that. Tooth and claw. Real desperate stuff. 
But anyway, uh, we then transitioned to Claude at home, and he's a uh, he's getting a lecking. He's getting a lecking from his from his dad, who is um, disappointed, mortified, dis- and uh, is pissed that his kid would do this, be a thief. Because not only is the kid being a thief, it's like you fucking motherfucking kid. It's like you understand we're in, like Nazi occupied France and we're Jewish. <laughs> do, mm-hmm. do, do, do you understand what's going to happen? Said, Why um, don't you get here, little man? Yeah, little man. So, anyways, uh, the first like I don't know, fifteen minutes of this movie is this kid keeps like you know finding himself in tough situations uh, that are bringing attention uh, to the family, which is something you want. You want to be very invisible in Nazi occupied France, uh, especially if you're Jewish, because uh, you you can just get called out on it, and then you get put on a train somewhere, RJ, and put train to work. To where? Put to work. At a, at Train a, to a, nowhere. Get labor camps. Keep them busy. You know, at those camps that you might have heard about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the next little bit is like, so they're moving around a lot. You know, can't stick around mm-hmm. too, too long. You never know which piece of shit's lurking that's going to out you mm-hmm. uh, or bring attention or say, what? what's your lineage? So, uh there's a bit where this kid's smoking. He's smoking cigarettes uh, in an outhouse. Really? Yeah, him and this other kid. And it's like, oh, you, you brat, what are you doing? And you, this, this landlady, she likes us too, and you're being no good. You got to be better. Um, this this kid does a little bit of cock blocking. It looked like uh, dad was getting a little fresh with his mother in like, you know, 1940s uh, pajamas. And then this kid just comes bounding in, and cuddles up between them, and it's a it's this picturesque uh, shot of family life, uh, despite the sort of like hovering dread of the the context of the times. I feel a hovering dread while we do this podcast <laughs> every Wednesday. Yeah, um, ever present. So there's also you know the fact that the Allied forces are running bombing runs on the cities. And there's always that that fear that, uh, you know, one day maybe one of those bombs goes astray and hits your house. It it does happen. Uh, Nothing's perfect. And so there's this idea of like, well, the three of us, there's a lot of risk. Uh, Keeping the kid here in the city, it's more of a bigger target. So one of the uh, people that's going to like help hide them uh, says, you know what? Let's send, uh, let's send your boy off with my dad, who lives in the country. No one's gonna go out there. It's the middle of nowhere. He should be safe, and uh, he'll be fine. Oh, but you know, don't worry about my my dad. He's he's a little crazy. He's nice enough. He's got some 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 viewpoints though. Mm-hmm. So they they send their kid packing. Uh, they give him some tips. Uh, they give him you know some some hints of like, hey. You're not going to use your uh, real last name. You're going to be, was it Legault? Le, le, le not Langman, Legou. Yeah, Legou. Legubrious, yeah, I think uh, that's what they changed it to. Legubrious. Yeah. Claude Legubrious. Um, and they say, hey, and hey, don't make sure you, when you bathe, you bathe on your own. Don't anyone, don't, don't anyone let see your penis. And of course, what you go, well. What would happen if they did, Jarrett? <clears throat> well, so this is something that came up in. Uh, au revoir, l'enfant, is uh, this was like one of those things when I, I don't know if you thought about this, but when I was watching it, I was kind of like, 
oh, is this like the, why is he like being all weirder in the baths and stuff like that in the tub? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's the whole like circumcised penis thing, I guess. Um, uh, can you repeat uh, that for I, me, I, please? Circumcised penis. Okay. So uh, I don't know how much of a long look you'd need, but this uh, this does come up as it turns out a couple times, and you're I like, mean... "Oh shit, they're gonna get it. they're gonna take a look at his penis." So anyway, this is like a I don't know. This might be a difference between North America and Europe thing, because mm-hmm. there's a a lot of people running around uh, on on this side of the world uh, without foreskin, and they're not even Jewish. I mean. Yeah, you don't have to be anymore. Not well. Yeah, I don't know how popular uh, the old uh, the, the the chop is. Zip snap. Well, I mean, I believe it's presented as a uh, a hygiene, thing. which 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 is horseshit. Uh, I don't know. Check reports. check the tape. Check, check the, the tape. tape. Yeah, check, I've, I've, yeah. Just Google it. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, RJ, if you've uh, read the Bible or not. I have. Oh no, I'm not. And, I, I, I'm talking but, about like hard, well, hard scientific. Uh, oh no, I'm talking about. Research. But but what, what I'm saying is, I just remember uh, one of those things in the, the the old Bible was the this big trick they pulled where it's like, hey, <laughs> you should all all the men need to get circumcised, and they uh, did, and then they went, all right, but they're they're all like healing up from nipping off their tips of their penises let's get them and you go wow that's that's pretty fucking hardcore bible i mean mean, that is hardcore i didn't mean in the biblical sense i meant in modern society sense i think there is some sort of uh area of medicine that uh has it as a hygiene thing yeah that sounds like uh not biblical yeah no i i think it's uh horse pucky I encourage people to do their own research, okay, uh, and Google it and make an informed bring, decision. Well, you can bring it back. I heard. Yeah. Yeah, I do know. Need, I, you need, I do you need know. A, you need a pulley system, I guess. I do know um, uh, uh, a person who had an adult circumcision. Oof. They were like twenty-two. Mm-hmm. And they they know multiple people who've also had to do it. And it wasn't out of uh, want; it was out of necessity 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 something happened things were a little bit out of whack there was some significant uh ripping and tearing and uh <laughs> um it, 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 the best option was hey we got to get this out of there right now uh, huh. so i mean it uh i i don't want to i don't want to like go any further than that but uh yeah. currently there are there are adults who who uh <laughs> need this procedure i see yeah, do you want names? Uh, Jizz Dog, uh, Francois Duncan, it, uh-huh. for one. Curious. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You have to introduce me to this person. I want to, I want to hear their I statements mean, on you, that. I mean, you can get it done at a hospital, but 20 bucks, I can take care of it. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I just... Yeah, you don't mind. You, you're doing it all the time. And, and, then, they, and, and, and then they go, and they go, wait a minute, it's all the same. And then I go... Why, why did you put me to sleep? Wee. So, anyways, yeah. uh, this kid he's got a he's got a lot to keep on in his mind. He's got he's got to pretend he's Catholic that he's not Jewish. He can't use his fake name, and he can't let anyone see his penis. I mean, who can who could uh, blame him for like uh, being stressed out? If those are very hard things to do. I mean, you yeah. or I probably struggle daily about like people seeing our Johnsons. So, I mean, it's not even just having a look. There is a 
lady in this who wanted a full on scrub. Oh yeah. Yeah. So she she's really going after it. Um, I mean, I know that happens to you frequently. Frequently. Got got to get in there. Yeah. Which that's is like the, that's where the smegma is. Uh. Well. Yeah. Clearly, if you're if you're um if you're not working with uh current day medicine. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be some stuff hiding in there. Medicines, like soap and water. Uh, I mean, to the trained man, Mm -hmm. but who's gonna train you? The internet? I don't think so. Yeah, kid. The kid hops on the next train out of town. Sure he does. And 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 there he appears in rural France. Sure he does. Uh, And he meets Grandpa. Mm -hmm. Call me Grandpa, kid. Is what he says. Yeah, yeah. He takes the kid. Uh, what do we learn about this this old man, RJ? Uh, that he's crusty. He is crusty. What else? Uh, what does that actually, mean to you? He likes to walk around without a shirt. Yeah, sometimes. He has a he has opinions of <laughs> he has some politics. He has opinions of certain kinds of people and things. Yeah, and what is uh, he? he's. He's not afraid to say those things. <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, we have this guy. So he's a vegetarian. Um, yes, he, he, well, he really, that, he's, yeah. he's really into his dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, loves his dog. He feeds his dog at the table salad. Um, yep. And so him and the wife, uh, they they raise rabbits yeah. on, on the farm. Sometimes which I for stew. For stew. I mean, I'm sure that they are probably selling rabbit meat, right? That would, well, I, I mean, there, there's that. a there's a dinner time scene where he's like, "It's okay to eat it; it's already dead" or something. Yeah, like that. that that that's at the beginning, and then eventually yeah. he's like, he starts wearing down this kid, being, like, "Yeah, you don't want to do me a favor? We're starting to bond. Stop beating the rabbits." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because yeah. uh, like back and back in town, they're only eating rutabagas, pig food. <laughs> we're told he doesn't like a rutabaga. A rutabaga. So, uh. The, the yes. kid is stuck with these people, and he gets to go to a new school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With a bunch of, like, I don't know, piece of shit rural kids. <laughs> I don't, these are, like, French hillbilly kids. Yeah, they're, they're French hillbillies. Like, uh, most of them are kids that are, like, uh, like out working the mines. Or, or <laughs> yeah, at, at, at 10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're like working the mines or something. Then it's like, hey, the teacher's like, hey, I know you got to get back on your shift, but that's two hours from now, so pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about really, maps here. It's really fucked up. Uh, but yeah. we gotta make, also check your everyone's scalp daily for uh, lice because it's uh, it's that time. It's that time. Hey, of... Did you ever get lice? No, I can, I definitely did not get lice. No. No. Okay. I vo- I, I I I ducked that one. I was yeah. very, yeah, I was very worried about it because those, those things, because you got letters about it at school and they were always sending them out. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I never had lice, but a, a guy like you, I imagine probably would. <laughs> Pretty crusty. Yeah, you are crusty. Yeah. Among other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I can say that I have, I avoided the lice. Z lice Z. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it actually spells the Bart the the German, don't you know? Uh so yeah, the kid begins to bond with this old man who I should also point out. 
uh, he listens to, I guess what you would call right wing radio. Uh, and he's, uh, he's a bit of a, a conservative, uh, I guess he, he's fairly, it, it's an, it's a unique position to depict in movies, I think. So this is 1967. Okay. This is just 20 years, over 20 years after World War II has finished. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many, even like in the World War II movies that we've watched, how many times you get kind of like a character who is like, like rooting for the German side. But like, uh, is but is French. He's like, oh yeah, you know, the the, the English are the number one threat, as we mm. learn. Number two are the Jews, of course, and you know, gotta watch out the, for the Bolsheviks. Um, the Reds, the Red yeah. Menace. It, it, it's cool. It's kind of like I want to say it's cool, but it's interesting that you actually do get the the image of yeah, there were people in France who would have bought into the you know, Nazi propaganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, you know, your, uh, you know, fascists that would, would have been installed in the French, you know, your Vichy governments and stuff like that, uh, that would have been, you know, selling a line, uh, much like yeah. they do to this day. And there's people who believe it. Like there has to be, because otherwise it's like, well, this isn't going to last super long if there's not these tr- the true believers and the people who are like, you know, like they ultimately they kind of like, but at the same time you're like, oh, these guys seem like really nice people. They get along. They do well by their neighbors. They're really mm-hmm. like kind. You know, they love their dog. Uh, they're, you know, they're vegetarians, kind of like Hitler, RJ. Uh, but yeah. boy, oh boy, they got some they got some views, and they let they let you know about it all the time. Ugly views, bigoted views, based on nothing, um, and this kind of uh, presents the story of like this kid who, of course, grandpa and grandma do not know this boy is Jewish. It should be pointed out. And that's why he has mm-hmm. to hide his penis. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, but no one at school can know about it. But you know, they're always calling him like a a Paris rat. He's like he's from big city. Every rat. Prairie Raffle, get him, boys. Yeah, they throw, um, they throw mud clobs at him. Yeah. So, anyway, you get the the bonding, RJ. You know about male bonding? I've heard. I have seen wild dogs. Mm-hmm. As these guys, as these two come around to each other, uh, very affectionate, these two. Everyone, oh, it's just everyone's kissing each other in this. Mama, mamas, and papas. <laughs> They're always kissing, the nuzzling, kneading. And then the dog, the very, very uh, adorable dog. Uh, is it Kino? The dog's name? Uh, can, can, yeah, it's like Kino. Kino, Kino, K I N O U. O U, yeah, Kino. Yeah. He got injured at some point, so he's kind of like yeah, uh, poor he's guy. F- 15 years young. Um, yeah. Very, very old pupper. But oh, this dog's so adorable. This actor, mm-hmm. pup pup. Uh, very, he's very well nice behaved. Thing. He has dinner yep. and stuff. Yep. He sits there, looks very longingly. He's like, hi. I'm happy to be part of the movie business. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. There's, there's not much to the story. I mean, I was thinking, I, you look at this movie, like the poster, like I'm looking at right now, and you go, this would, this is what you'd call Oscar bait uh, these days. A movie like this would come along and make everyone feel, oh, heartwarmed, uh, touching. We're all going to learn a little bit of something about one another, that kind of because it's like pretty inoffensive because you keep thinking you're watching a criterion movie it's set in world war ii uh jewish kid uh you you're like oh man 
There's going to be a scene where the Germans show up. They're going to search the property and that's where your papers. Or you're going to find out these kids, this kid's parents are dead. They've been sent off on the Holy train. Shit. Like, you keep thinking that. I don't know if you did. Because you're just like, oh, fuck. This has got to take some sort of uh, I mean, cri- I did, criterion, yeah. criterion-esque turn of, um, of, of it. Uh, the closest we get to it is dog and goose. <laughs> scene uh which is um <laughs> like, like which i'm like startling which i was like whoa what is this it's like that dog just going at that fucking goose for real yeah. and like and like the people are interacting with it and then like the actors are like taking kicks at the dog and you're like this is like a what is this a shoot yeah <laughs> i, I like, could have gone without uh, all of that yeah. well i mean i think we all could have because when we see it we go oh boy rj is yeah. gonna have to mention this now I mean, but, and then I, they just go, but, I, yeah. but it's all happy-go-lucky. Otherwise, you're like, oh, nothing happened to the goose, and you see how gigantic this thing is getting carried away. Well, poor. I mean, goose well, are poor, big, but poor goose. He did have his neck bit for a bit, and then the, yeah, that dog does get kicked a bit, and you're just like, yeah, and the dog's all and the dog's all fired up because it's like, it's like biting the uh, Michael Michelle Simone's leg for yeah. like a sack, like a scum. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, just let's let's cut this out. What, what, are, what are we doing here? But it's real. It is real. So supposedly, uh, this is sort of a um, uh, version of uh, the director of Calberry's own experience growing up because he also got to do this. But this is like a more pleasant version of it. I think he describes it softened. Um, and so yeah, you're kind of like waiting for something bad to happen because for the most part, you're like the closest we get to it is, uh, when uh, Grandpa and his one of his actual you know sons, uh, they're getting drunk, getting loaded, uh, <laughs> go, go for a car ride with like minor, uh, go to the cafe for a little bit more wine. Um, they like they're like no, this kid's got a crush on a neighbor farmer's daughter, I guess. And they're like, oh, you got to get her a postcard. You got to write her a love letter. And they're mm-hmm. giving him a lot of really great advice. Mm-hmm. And they throw it in the mailbox. Letter is delivered. And the dad is a psycho. Is he? Yep. He doesn't like this idea that anyone's writing love letters to his daughter. And yeah. uh, so he takes the, he goes after her. And then he goes to the, the school teacher, who seems mm-hmm. like a real piece of shit. Um, teachers, right? Yep. All of them. Bad, bad, and, bad uh, people. Bad, bad people. Uh, she has this thing. Who wrote this lovely letter? And then it's like, of a, what did he, what did she, where did she first think it was? Uh, for her? The yeah. Way she's reading it. It sounds like she but, thinks it's for her or something. But no, 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 no. She's like, she knows that it's like a trick, yeah. but like, but she's it's supposed to be a drawing of a cherry, but she thinks it's something else. And he's like, it's a cherry because I did oh, it. And she's like, yeah. oh, how very nice. And it's like, so. She says, the, come here, booby head. Yeah, because you're like, wait a minute. It's like, I thought you are supposed to get your head shaved when you, not for misbehaving, but for lice. And they shave his head. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's somehow like it's a punishment. punishment. And so the kid's traumatized by this. And then also gets like walloped by this dad. <laughs> this guy who's like, apparently just, oh, I can beat up children. Because it's 1944. And there's a war going on. Real cool. So anyway, uh, the kid runs home. Grandpa's like, oh, you're not going back to that school, kid. I'll homeschool you. We're going to have fun. It's kind of like Gene Hackman and uh, Ben Stiller's kids in Royal Tenenbaums. Running around, hanging out with your old racist grandpa. <laughs> um, 
and then you know there's some information about like why do you what do you tell me more about the jews grandpa and he tells them all about how you can smell them coming and all these you know they're all flat foot but they always run into the bank you know all those all the old tropes mm-hmm. um and then of course he's like well i don't want to, i have nightmares that i'm jewish and then he also says grandpa you have a big nose and big ears and oh, you could be jewish and he's like no i can't be <laughs> so anyway kid, yeah yeah he's having he get, a hard go he, he gets them though he gets them and uh anyway <clears throat> i don't know the, the movie kind of just comes to a conclusion where like essentially i mean the you're getting the sense that the war is taking a turn there's all these little clues here and there and then suddenly they're saying ah it is the end of may 1944 there might be an invasion but don't dare don't take any hope from this you've seen how many times they fail they're never going to help and then there'd been this thing set up earlier about the about grandpa's dog being like being able to tell when there's like problems coming from afar and the dog's getting all upset by something. He's like, Oh, I don't know what it could be. And then you look at the calendar and you see that, oh, it's now June fifth, nineteen forty four. Remember mere weeks ago when we talked about Overlord RJ? Remember that movie? Are you talking about uh uh um Sancho the Bailiff? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that one. Yes. It was just like did. Overlord. Just like Codename. <laughs> Codename Sancho. O- Overlord. Yeah. So anyways, so also June 6th. June, June 6th happens. And uh, the dog dies. And man, this guy's like, fuck. Goddamn allies. <laughs> they shouldn't have done anything. My dog would still mm-hmm. be alive. He might uh, have a point, but... He, he, he might have a point. Sorry. So it is a, it is kind of an interesting perspective uh, presented here. I don't think like not meanly or anything like that. Not be like, oh, this guy's such an idiot, but just mean like, oh, here's this old man who wants like who wants nothing to be going on. He's like, ah, this is good enough. I'm fine out here. Um, and then it kind of the movie kind of winds down to this close of like, ah, we'll be together forever. Ah, it'll be great. And then we we actually get this like. Uh, I guess you call bittersweet ending where uh, Claude's parents come and get him, and you don't even, you don't get to see that you you just see them on the back of a bus waving with uh, Claude back to Grandpa and Grandma on the farm, and I don't know it just kind of it has this end this melancholic ending of the two being pulled apart. Uh, you know the, the Claude's really happy, but Grandpa looks very sad. And you don't, you're, and you're like, you can read a lot into that. But perhaps there was revelations about what was what had just transpired about the, you know, Claude and his parents and their, you know, being Jewish. Uh, and uh, it just kind of ends, and you're like, oh, kind of a sad ending in this thing that, like, oh, nothing really happened. Yeah. No. I mean, like, and that's I a good, in the it's, but it's a good a thing. It's a slice of life uh, in you war know? times. Very simple. Um, but anyways, yeah. So the two of us kind of caught me off guard because I, I, at ninety minutes, it still kind of felt long. I would say there, there's a couple of spots in there. Yeah, like it's like there's definitely a thing where I went, oh, I don't know. Is there something a little? I don't know what you would do with it. It's just what the story is. But uh, this movie's. I think really well told, very simple, really well acted. I never mm-hmm. felt like I was being forced to watch this. I don't think, as which is good. To every other week, as, as opposed to most weeks of late, yeah. where I was like, "Oh, this actually like genuinely feels like a movie 
it's like a small movie. It's not a big movie. Uh, it's the kind of thing that you hope when you, if you're like back, you know, 15 years ago, blind buying a Criterion, you might buy this and go, oh, that was actually pretty good. I'd never heard of this before. And if it wasn't part of the collection, I would have never watched it ever. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I feel, really talks about this anymore. I've been talking uh, about it for a long time. Well, obviously, obviously, but yeah. no, one ma- no one who matters. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, very important. Uh, yeah. But so, yeah, no, I was kind of like, oh, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> I have like nothing I can really, I can't dump on this. I thought it went by pretty well. Um, I mean, it is not a great piece of cinema by any means, but boy, oh boy, the last 88 movies that we've watched, uh, it, it rises to the top. It, like we're talking like top 20 of the last 80 something movies mm-hmm. that we've watched for sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, what? Because what would you compare this to? Oh, uh, where does it you... fit between? Uh, okay, now just go with me on this. The Burmese Harp and General Idi Amin Dada. Where does it fit in between those? You put the Burmese Harp up that high? No. Oh. Uh, it, I mean, I mean, you do things. They're not. They're those aren't side by side. I mean, I can't say this is a general EDM mean level. I can't. I can't yeah. give it that. But it, what it, about it what about between Mama Roma and Fighting Elegy? <laughs> Where do you see those two? Uh, so the movie I was I'm trying to think of uh, that this reminds me a lot of. Uh, also, World War Two is it like. Diary of a Country Priest? No, no, no. Shit. I don't know why I didn't label it correctly on my, my World War II list. Because it is... Damn it. I can't... I'm not seeing the poster. No, it's the French movie with the kid whose parents get bought, killed on the bridge. and they want, Mostly they... observed trains? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? The children are watching us? Menote Biace? God damn it. You have any idea how many fucking movies we've watched? But okay, but you know which ones we've watched. So yeah, do you, do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, about a kid who's yeah, his parent. Remember, friend. remember that's like the one of the highlights of the movie, and then the uh, son or brother gets killed by like the donkey or the runaway horse, and it's World War Two, and then the kid gets rescued at the end, and there's like the fighting between the parents, like about the, whose grave can be buried where. Forbidden like games. Film? Forbidden uh, games. Dude, that's forbidden games, you idiot. Yeah. November 2021. That was only like two years ago. Or so. It was. Yeah, and there's like the weird like animal cemetery going on in the barn. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, Paulette, the little girl. That's See, that's the movie. It just so, kind of fits into that uh, space for me, but I think this is better. What do you think between forbidden games and the children are watching us? The children are watching this is not good at all. Where do you think about... Uh, okay, two more options here. Uh, let's say Sisters and uh, Male Trees. Very similar to those, eh? Uh, it's, it's on the same wavelength as Sisters. Yeah. As James yeah. Gunn says, same uh, a different same kind vibe. of vibe. Yeah, different, different kind of, kind of vibe. Okay. Bank Dick and Tanner eighty eight. Where does the two of us fall? Higher, than higher both than of those. than both of those. Okay. Yeah, 
Understood? Yep. Understood? <laughs> You're such a Burmese harp. <laughs> no. You know? How dare you? So for me, like this, this is this is right up there with like "Au revoir, l'enfant," and the spirit, of, yeah. And I and I and I like the spirit of the beehive. It's kind of like in that that little pod. Yeah, you're such a spirit of the beehive kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, no, this this is good. Um, okay. Nice, nice, clean, fun. Okay. An anti-Semitic grandpa, and this movie totally uh, feels like hanging out with your grandpa. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah it does. Like, yeah. Because I mean, when you're a kid, those things don't like hit you as much, <laughs> like the sh- like the horrible shit they probably say. Yeah, because uh, they're old and don't give older. a crap. And then and if, when you, you well, so so my 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 uh, grandparents all died when I was fairly young, still. So uh, I didn't I, I didn't I got to escape finding out uh, their their bad politics. Yeah, yeah. So I guess there's some upsides. Anyways, I mean, yeah. this is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, RJ, what did you think of the two of us? Have you ever seen a movie called Wild Hogs? Nope, <laughs> I haven't. Do you, do you know what that movie's about, though? Male bonding, RJ. I, I yeah, what do you think? That, what What is this movie about? Male bonding, RJ. Male bonding. Yeah, and this is a this is a father son pick. You know, doesn't have to be immediate father and son. Grandfather and son doesn't even have to be blood relatives. Sur- surrogate grandfather and son. Um. Yeah, I uh I enjoyed watching this too. I do like I do like Grandpa. Like, I mean Grandpa's got some bad politics, but uh he really he really cares about this kid who's he just met and he's really playful and you see him doing the games with him and you're just like, "Aw, you're like Grandpa's such a sweet guy." And he just like he just kind of wants to hang out, you know? And I I really liked when uh he he goes to school and he has a bad time and Grandpa says, "No problem." I'll teach you. Mm-hmm. He say you don't go back to that school. Oh. There you go. You're I'm yeah, you're, teaching you're, you. you're you're getting dangerously into Italian. I'm like, whoa, Archie, this is a French film. I, I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. The lie. Oh. No, uh yeah, uh, I I liked uh I liked the two of us. Um as mentioned earlier, I could have gone without the goose violence and uh the dog scenes. Um, but I do really like uh, Resident Dog. Um, he's a really sweet guy, and I felt for him. And I, I think that seems really, f- or like that whole storyline with Family Dog is really effective because you see how much they care for him. And uh, there's an earlier scene where, where Grandpa's just like, man, this war is just not good for Nino or Kano. It's just not good for him. It's tearing him apart. And he's like, I feel for him. And you're like, I feel for him too, man. I feel for him too. Uh, and then when the dog does go, you feel bad. And you're just like, man, I miss that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you feel, you feel grandpa's pain. pain. Uh, yeah. The first, like the first, like 15 minutes of this movie are the worst, I think where he's with his family and you're just like, Ugh. yeah, I don't, I don't care. And as soon as grandpa comes in, you're just like, yeah, look at this crusty old man <laughs> i like this dude and he's fun he walks around without a shirt on and he plays like he plays murder he he pretends murder remember that where he's he's chasing the grand oh because uh, yeah because he, yeah because yeah, he's, he's 
Well, why and why is he gonna eat him up? Because he's because he's a Bolshevik. He's a Bolshevik. He's <laughs> yeah. gonna eat him up. The Bolshevik. Yeah. The, the, the commies are going to eat him. And then yeah. So a lot of time, oh, they're red. They're red. <laughs> so like, even though some of the games are potentially like, um, you know, questionable in their their message, they're mm-hmm. fun games nonetheless. <laughs> but I did like how he's just running fun around with some. that with that huge knife. He's like, "Come here, little kid." He's like, I'm going to get you. I thought that was cool. That was fun. That was good. Uh, this kid is good. He's uh, he just kind of has to be there, you know, and hang out with Grandpa. So he, nothing too serious on that end. And uh, it is really a slice of life, Jer. You see a little snippet into this thing. Like, there's a, a bumper at the start, right, where it's like stories like this have happened in, in real-time history. And you're like, okay. Like, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they I didn't doubt that. Uh, but it's just a little, it's like, it's like summer camp, Jer. It's like this kid's version, like, a really awful reason to go to summer camp. But it's like a summer camp where he hangs out with his grandpa for, like, a couple months. And uh, fun is had, some people say. Fun is had. So I like grandpa. I like, uh, I like the story they're telling with this, uh, this old man and this little kid. I like how... Like how it plays out. It's not trying to be too much, you know. It's just, just a story about dudes being dudes. <laughs> Old dude, young dude. Yeah. Still just a couple of dudes, right? And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So yeah, like um, yeah, I, I thought this was fine. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. Pretty good because you know what when it gets to people who hate this movie it's like uh, it's barely even there i mean yeah. there's no because it's again i think part of it is like because no one really talks about this movie which mm. you know isn't anything against this movie exactly it's just people watch other things um people don't talk about the burmese harp either you know and no they do though boy they are they that. wrong not <laughs> to, not to who who hates though Two stars from Joseph Holmes. A lot happens between the nine-year-old Jewish boy and the old anti-Semitic man he nicknames Grandpa, but it never adds up to anything, and the film ends without resolving a thing. The film is like a string of cute anecdotes with no overarching story or point. Uh, I don't necessarily think that's the case, Joseph Holmes. You know what I mean? Joseph Holmes is a really big fan Fight Club for all four of his favorite films. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know, Vertigo, Seven Samurai, Doctor Strange, pretty standard fare. You That's a real I mean? uh, IMD top 250. Yeah. Person only has 200 movies logged, so. Okay. Well, I made sure yeah. to watch this one. Yeah. Uh, so Back that's in good. the heady days of 2020. Mm. And another 2020 viewing. Um, two and a half stars from Rachel. There's skip over Lance. Uh, what does Lance say? Michael Simon is perfect in this. Two stars. Two and a half stars. Uh. <laughs> Can we, yeah, uh, Rachel. Okay, Rachel. Two and a half right. stars. They're something so je ne sais quoi about little French children with their big eyes and perfect accents. Claude was like a human dory who smiled more. I guess it's nice to watch a World War II movie in which the child actually laughs, and it doesn't feel uh, doesn't feel contrived. 
R.I.P. Canoe. We all loved you. Um, this is a, uh, this is like, this is the level of hate this movie gets. This yeah. is it. This is a weird account because they've only logged 95 films, but a lot, there's films they logged in 2020 and then films they logged in 2023. So like maybe this person stopped watching movies for three years. RJ, uh, I just saw your review that you, you just typed just now. Uh, that's not a negative review, by the way. Wow. Uh, I love I'll, I'll me to read it before it gets deleted. Uh, RJ. Uh, what is it? From, wait. What? 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 What is this review for? What movie is this? Uh, the two of us, which RJ writes, the poo of ass. See, you you didn't even laugh. You know it's not funny. Ah, oh, that's good stuff. Whoever came up with that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, their favorite films include Little Little Nicky, uh, season five of the X Men animated, um, that video game episode of uh, X Files, and uh, Raging Out over video games is a, a film that they have in here. So also known as Fight Club. Also, yeah. So Fight Club four out of four is my point. That's yeah. pretty good. Re- pretty good review. Man, oh man. And then we get a three-star review from uh, Maya. Desolation. I like my review better, to be honest. This person likes dreams, crime wave, Christ stopped at Ebola, and removes nephew by Diderot, thanks to Dennis Young by Wilma. I don't know. What is this person watching? Watch something normal. Mm Mm-hmm. Watch the video game episode of X-Files, dude. Whoever this person is. Whoever this person is. Yeah. Maya. You know? Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of negative stuff, eh? Good little, good little movie. I, and, I, would, I would call it, I would even call it a recommend, but, I mean, what does that even mean these days? A nice little romp. A nice romp. Uh, yeah. You want to watch a a lady who's like, I gotta watch your penis, <laughs> your little birdie. And she, he's like, no. And they're like, what? Why not? I mean, it it was weird that she was pushing that so hard, right? Yeah. And then and then, well, I mean, they all were. <laughs> they're all talking about that. Well, watching his wee wee, and like, I mean, but... like, hey, let's let's uh, do a pissing contest. And you know, like, you know. In a in these jaded times of ours, you'd be like, "What's going on at this household?" There's a lot of kissing and nuzzling, and oh, a lot of grandpa spending time and uh, tossing this little kid onto a bed and nuzzling him and pretending to gobble I mean, him up. I mean, I didn't different, see any of that. Di- different, different time, different time. Yeah, RJ. I didn't see that at all because it's like, have you never had a piss contest? It's uh, just male bonding, dude. All this and more in art the the smash hit RJ pick. Wild hogs. His male bonding, you know. I mean, if you want, I can be at your place within three minutes, and we can piss, pissing we can... all over my door. <laughs> Come on, man! What are you doing? It's leaving me out here hanging. Well, literally, <laughs> literally, literally. So, anyways, that's pretty good. That's pretty good stuff. Any final yeah. thoughts? Yeah. Uh, good. good. Good male bonding. Tone down the goose stuff, maybe tone down the dick stuff, but uh, other than that, it's, it's pretty good. Okay, then. Well, I mean, I feel like Claude's penis was toned down enough, if you know what I mean. 
Could you de- could you describe that? He's circumcised. He doesn't have a foreskin. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's he's Jewish. Less. I, I mean, that, you, he could have just said a goose got it one day, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> cut it off surgically perfectly. There, uh, well, there's a million reason, a million things you could say. You just say, "I got caught in a door. Someone no. slammed a door, and it was just in the wrong spot at the wrong time." Like, wrong, wrong spot. Yeah, that could mm. happen to anybody. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. After the break, mm-hmm. it's D Day. And we're going to be liberated from podcasting for good. What does the oh. D stand for? Uh, dumps. Come on. Come on, RJ. I see the crystal raindrops fall And the beauty of it all Is when the sun comes shining through To make those rainbows in my mind When I think of you sometime And I want to spend some time with you Just the two of us We can make it if we try So, RJ, mm-hmm. cut or uncut? Are you talking about preference or choice? Yeah, what's your uh, favorite kind of way to view film? Director's cut or uh, uncut? I, I got to go with, like, I mean, the director's vision is what a lot of people say, but, like, sometimes I think the cutting floor is where you got to go because look at Peter Jackson's Fellowship of the Ring. The director's cut is too long. <laughs> flaccid it's flaccid and like honestly there's stuff in there that shouldn't be in there that's right release release the fellowship cut it off keep it clean clean it it feels right and uh, the taste is there too but but you lose the sensitivity allegedly allegedly who's to say it's hard it's hard to know uh once it's gone well, I mean, if everyone yeah. did it, then it, nobody would talk about it anymore, you know? That's right. Fellowship of the Rings, am I right? Well, it's fellowship. It's fellowship. Yeah. It's kind of like bonding. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. Uh, I'm Bar and Loaf, and he's Jared Duncan. We have a on... Patreon goal to get Jared circumcised. It's going <laughs> to be terrific. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we, uh-huh. we, got, we, have, we have a Stitcher for, for afterwards. Oh, iTunes, yeah, you're going to need I, Stitches. I, I, iTunes, yeah, I'm stitches real bad. Uh-huh. Uh, iTunes to listen to while I languish yeah. in agony in Google Play. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll redeem some gift cards uh, we might that, even put, that I got. He might, we might even put the video of it on OnlyFans. Maybe. freaks out there. <laughs> for the real sickos. <laughs> the real sickos. You want to see an 80-year-old man, adult mm-hmm. circumcision, coming down the pipe? Well, it was needed. You know, things, well, sometimes things, it's necessary. And you can not email us about it for a couple weeks. We'll, we'll let you know. End of end of April, whatever that Nobody means. listens to this anyways, even though this is the best part of the podcast. Yeah, this is the, the jelly in the middle of that donut. Everybody, everybody wants that. And next week, the, and, and next week, the end of the 
episode, we announce what we're watching next. And oh, baby, I forgot this was coming already. Oh, oh, what is it? Dusan Makajevic from 1971, WR Mysteries of the Organism. Ah, uh, fuck me. We're watching. We're watching it, baby. It's happening. I've never seen this. In a... Ooh. Uh, I don't know why you're so. Well, how uh, long is it? Uh, long enough. Long is enough. Is this just like a clip of like cells inter interacting? What is this? Um, and the tagline is the film they said we would never see. Um, oh. And it's uh, it's a drama fantasy comedy. From um, from state of communist Yugoslavia. Okay. Yep. Uh, it, it's a collision. A collision to what? You, you know about Wilhelm Reich? <laughs> I know about Wilhelm Wilhelm. No. <laughs> He's a different. Uh, that's a review. Alternate title: F for fuck. I mean, that's a five. Uh, that's a four and a half star review too. I'll come up with something. Uh, reviewer Hentai Cop seems to be into it. Mentioning experiment Hentai Cop experimental wow. editing, unique imagery, challenging themes, and sex. I love seeing movies that present sexual acts in artistic ways. RJ, can you? This is something for that oh, This sounds like a movie for you and the wife. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Think of it as an aid. A, mar- a marital aid. Oh, another four and a half star review. Of fucking course, it only makes sense that I stumbled on this movie after a bit of rabbit holing due to some references in Infinite Jest. Um... And uh, similar. Uh-oh. Oh, similar films. Uh, I'll read through The Dreamers. Kinsey, Nymphomaniac, Sweet Movie, which is the movie afterwards. Excuse me! What's going on over there? That's my sneeze. What are you doing? Sweet Movie, Anti-Porno, and uh, a little movie here, Salo. Salo. (laughs) This is where we're going to take three weeks off, right? Oh no! No 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 no! Oh no 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 no! We're watching it, BB. We're watching it. It's happening. Yeah, three weeks from now. <laughs> How long is it? Is it a normal length? Eighty-four minutes. Is this on the channel at least? Ah, uh, good question. Let's find out live. I bet you it's not, because that's how life goes. Uh. Oh, thank God it is. Okay. Well, at least at least we have something. They gave us something. But is the next movie on here? Who knows? Uh, nope. Good to know. Good to know. Who fucking knows? That right. that that film I also I believe and understand to be sexually revolutionary. And those For are who? two of your favorite things. For who? Uh, seventies people. Oh, well, you were you were like 
in the prime of your life like that was like your 30s in the 70s what right. was it like uh it was wild man we were sitting in theaters watching wr man were you applauding uh, yugoslavian communist sex films my favorite my favorite my favorite good night